You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of the Corpse Cast. I am Mike, and sitting across from me is the one, the only, Shane Diablo. Let me smell your dick. <laughs> what a great way to start off the show, dude. Smelling dicks. Is there anything better than that? Honestly. Honestly. No. You know, I'm going to adjust my microphone because I can't, I can't see your, uh, your beautiful eyes there, buddy. Smell your dick. I, right now, I would actually let you smell my dick. Ugh, I don't want to smell that. All right, well, why are you asking? It's like froth. Don't like tease me, dude. A big, heavy, foamy <laughs> cup of froth. Oh, dude. Well, okay. So we got a shit ass of a show for you this week. Um, we got Opeth. We're going to be talking about Blackwater Park, and this is Shane's uh, first, what, what will we call it, first exposure to I, Opeth. I, my vagina was virgined. Wow. Uh, well, I'm happy as shit because you, everybody knows who's been listening to the show that Opeth and Typo Negative are always start, start, uh, fighting for the number one spot for me, man. Man. Opeth and I can Typo see that. Yeah, I love them. I can see that. And we're going to be talking about Night of the Demons 2 from 1994. Can I say something about Night of the Demons 2, by the way? Yes. 1994? It looks old as shit, right? I mean, it looks kind of like an 80s type yeah. of deal, maybe. I graduated high school in 1984. Or 94. Wow. And let me tell you something about graduating high school in 1994. I was talking to Shane about this before. Right now, when I graduated high school... The people who are gra- okay. The people who are graduating high school in 2012 right. are graduating high school this year. I'm old as balls. What well, are you gonna do? Well, you know, you can start dating them. You said it yourself. Well, I said, I said, basically, in a couple of months on my birthday, I can actually date ladies. If you want to be happily my, married, oh, of, and all of course, that. of course, please. I'm happily married. I'm not. I'm not going to. Eighteen year old ladies, don't get don't get your hopes up. But if I wanted to date a woman my half my age, I could do it legally. Yeah. There you go, baby. <laughs> what have you been up to, Weenie Pooh Bear? Oh my gosh, I have. Uh, I actually went and saw Prometheus. This, this, tell uh, me, this do tell. I I actually really like Prometheus. I mean, um, I haven't gone back. There's been a lot of talk about Prometheus and and a lot of uh, of kind of like Wolfman and and Joel to kind of kind of taking it and kind of breaking it down and stuff like that. And I actually haven't had a chance to go through and and. Uh, read over that again to, to kind of see what they're talking about. Right. But now that I've seen it, I need to go over that and kind of, you know, and, and kind of see what they're doing. I, I mean, I liked it. it was, I, th- I thought it was great. I don't think it was as good as Alien or any of the other, you know, Alien 1 or 2. Man, or I, like I that, saw it but, too. Yeah. I, and, and I thought it was like, I saw it in the 3D. Did you watch it in 3D? No, I just saw it regular. Visually. Man, oh, dude, it was, it was gorgeous. Movie. I enjoyed the movie beginning to end. Absolutely. I liked, the, I liked the entire story. Yeah, me too. I liked everything about it. Oh, but it looked great. It, oh, it was, it was unbelievably gorgeous. 
So, and there's no yeah. doubt about it. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to have to check out all this. Uh, uh, I actually haven't gone back and read either Mike, uh, multiple Mikes who wrote a Corpse Cast review and the Wolfman who kind of wrote a spoiler filled. Uh, here's, here's kind of how I interpreted what went on. I right. haven't checked that out yet, but I need to do that now that I've seen it. So yes, I just yes, saw it yes. yesterday, actually. Can I tell you what the hell happened to me? I, w- I would actually love to hear that from you. Okay, I'm a truck driving son of a bitch for a living, right? Son of a gun, So I get into work this morning. (laughs) Okay. And they say, you need to go for a medical exam slash drug test slash everything. (laughs) Okay. I had the day off. I had the day off on Thursday. Uh Friday come in. Hey, man, you got to go right now. Really? You know, easy peasy lemon Japanese. I can, I can, I can pass. Lemon easy. I can, I can pass all that. That's sure. No absolutely. No problem. But it was the, it was the intrusiveness on my day back. <laughs> well, dude, don't you love coming back from work after having a couple of days off and then all of a sudden realizing that you have so much shit to do? And you got the, you know, like getting a full physical stripped down. Let me ask you this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did somebody touch your balls? Someone touched my balls. That's amazing. And while they were touching my balls, I was thinking, dude, I am just a few years away from <laughs> fingers. In yep, the ass. that's right, baby. That is right. Let me. A- I want to ask you a question. Let's hear it. Where Let's do you it. come down on doctors as far as men and women? Uh, I've only had male doctors. I had. I've had nothing but female doctors. Are you serious? Yeah. And today, was it erotic? Doc- Miss Doctor Carol. Okay. Touched my balls. How'd you like that? She wasn't very attractive, but you know, it's a woman <laughs> touching your balls. Dude. Which is always a bonus, right? Turn your head and cough. I'm like, eh. <laughs> turn Ooh. your head and no cough harder. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always had I was just wondering about always male. That's it for you. I've never I've never had a female doctor actually ever. Would you try that? Why I yeah, I don't you know, I've had kind of the same doctor since I was a kid, you know, so it's like, I mean, I still go to the same family practitioner. I get a, you know, a physical once a year, like every dude right. should do. So he's like old. He's like a oh, yeah, yeah. Wilford Brimley. This, this guy, glasses. this he's guy's like, touched my balls more time. Well, he's probably oh, equal. Yeah, I, I want to see where you're going with this. Tell <laughs> no, me. I'm done. I'm done. He touched my balls. I was going to than- say, he's probably touched my balls second only to my wife. Oh, with the amount of times. Does yeah. he look like Wilford Brimley? No, he's actually quite a handsome man. And plus, he's a huge Utah Jazz fan, basketball. Which so all we do is while he's touching my balls, we're talking about basketball and shit like that. That way, I've never like accidentally got a boner or anything like that. Well, you know, the young doctors they just get down there and they grab away and sure. they're just you know look in the eyes or whatever while they're sure. doing it. But like I'm, I'm thinking like them old doctors. Oh yeah, they got to hold on. I got to scrub down here. No, no, he's cool, so man. I can Poke it and <laughs> what does no. it do? What does that do? No, I I oh, remember yeah. my favorite my favorite story was um, when uh, when I was like twenty two. The Jazz were in the finals. The guy we were talking about the Jazz and the Bulls in the finals, and I swear he touched my balls a little bit longer than usual. But then I left there. I'm like. Holy shit, I think he touched my balls extra. But then again, was it that or was I just distracted because we're talking about basketball? I don't yeah, know. See? I don't know. Either way. That's what you do. Either way, when, either way when, it's when, hot. When you've got a doctor touching, a male doctor touching your balls. You go, yeah. how about them bowls? <laughs> huh? <laughs> when you got a female doctor, you go, 
Touch me on the bumper. Touch me a little to the left. <laughs> Give it a little to the left. A little Do a little, little dance, little baby. The, uh, mm. All right, I've, got, I've had enough of this. I've had a trying day. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 I'm relaxing. I'm exfoliating. Relaxing, relaxing I'm, all cool, and shooting some b-ball outside of your school. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm happy to be here. I'm always happy to do and this shit, dude. I'm just, you know, after a trying day. I hear you, man. What better to do? There, there, there's nothing. This We've stuff. actually got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, uh, we got, we got a lot of voicemails to get into. Um, I did want to mention one thing. Uh, we, what, what's it to the 15th? We are actually not going to be able to do a show on the 29th because of Die Monster Die. They're playing a big show at right. the Dog Pound. And right. a couple of things. I wanted to mention a couple of things. First of all, any of you people in the vicinity, make sure to be at the Dog Pound on the 29th, at, you know, to see Shane and his compatriots play a little rock exactly, and roll. Man. Secondly, I wanted to mention, too, that me and Johnny Krug are going to be bringing back Cadaver Indies. We're doing one that yeah. weekend. We're, do, we're, we're recording that set that Saturday really? night, the 30th. And uh, so we're bringing that back. Sweet. So it might be, it might just be. Uh, I love that Jonathan Kruger. He yeah. is good. <laughs> you and me both. In fact, I. It, it's funny because I w- have actually been listening to Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer. I actually finished it. The good or oh, no dude, good? I unreal book. I'm stoked about seeing the movie. I don't think that it could compare to the book, but you know, I'll I'll withhold judgments and oh, whatnot because it doesn't man. come out till next week. But uh, I listened to Johnny Krug's show today. Actually, yes. The uh, KrugerNation.com, uh, pimp his show a little bit. But let me, <laughs> there was a there was a young man who called into that. His name was Shane Diablo. No, I don't know that. Yes, <laughs> and and uh, it was funny because, uh, you know, he Johnny Krug's got the voicemail line now and whatnot. And, uh, of course, Shane, take, you know, he, he kind of takes it. He's like, and the question of the, if his episode was uh, basically, uh, what movie do you want to see remade or something like that? <laughs> and uh, prequel remake yeah. or yeah, and uh, Shane, uh, I, I'm driving here actually. I'm driving here and I'm listening to it. And Shane goes, Shane says the entity because I don't really think Barbara Hershey's that hot, and I want to see somebody get freaking molested and raped. Yeah, <laughs> that's dude. hot. I kept thinking to myself, you know. That's kind of gnarly, dude. I mean, really? do you want to see some woman get taken advantage of and dude, let it come on? That was, come just, on. that was a little weird for me, man. I'm, That's all, all I'm, I'm saying. saying. All I'm saying is that when you're watching the movie. Oh, d- don't get and, me wrong. And, and, and the sheet comes ripping down and you're. Uh, no, dude, for sure. For you sure. want to see. I, I boobs do. and everything. I just didn't think that she was. As I, I just have to say, I thought it was hilarious. Jessica that, Biel. Oh, wow, dude, you don't have to talk to me. You don't have Selena to say that Gomez. name too. T- <laughs> That's what he said, dude. He was saying like Selena Gomez and then what's her name's yeah. the ghost. Uh, uh, I can't remember the, the, you know, the girl from, uh, Machete. What was her name? Oh, fuck. I can't remember. I can't remember her name. She's Hispanic. She's hot as shit yeah. though. The, the invisible wow. girl on, uh, whoa, your dogs are having a good time. Anyway, dude. Um, but no, I thought that was hilarious. Well, thank you, babe. Well, okay. So. The dog obviously has has to go use the restroom, so let's do this. Let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and read the question of the episode, uh, which is horror hosts. Who are your favorite? Why do you think they're as popular as they are? And uh, do you have any good memories of horror hosts? And uh, Ooh, we'll good. go ahead and get into some voicemails, hear, hear what people have got to say about that, and then uh, we'll, we'll be right back with some voicemails. What do you say? I'm going to go scoop dog shit. Sounds good. Sounds good. 
Hey, Mike and Shane, Johnny Speak Krug here, the just devil. calling to answer oh, the question my. of the episode. I would have to say that my favorite horror host is Joe Bob Briggs, man. I just, oh, dude, I grew Monster up on a lot Vision. of these people like Elvira and Joe Bob and, yep. uh, you know, even, what was her name, Rhonda Shear, who did USA Up All Night, and they were all pretty oh, yeah. cool, man, but Joe Bob was my favorite, because he, I don't know, something about his style of humor that just clicks with me. And He's awesome. I just I actually let you guys know a few movies that he year. actually does some pretty Ooh, funny commentary you. on. He did Blood Shack, Blood Sisters, Double D Avenger, Hell High, <laughs> Hell's Angel 69, The Hollywood wow. Strangler Meets the Skid Row Slasher, oh, dude, that I Spit on awful. Your Grave, Incredibly Strange Creatures Who Stopped Living and Became Mixed Up Zombies. <laughs> um, he did Jesse James Meets Frankenstein's Daughter, Run Angel Run, PD. Samurai Cop, Warlock Moon, and there are a few other ones, but... Uh, I didn't want to just call you guys and list off a bunch of shit. <laughs> but anyway, um, as far as Night of the Demons 2 goes, man, I'm stoked that you guys are actually covering that because, you know, it's one of those sequels that I, I love the original, but, man, I love this sequel. Oh, I think I'm uh, glad. Brian Trencher-Smith does a kick-ass job directing this. And, man, the girl who plays BB in the movie, Christy Harris, <laughs> some of the nicest Absolutely. I've ever seen in my life. Jeez. If, if you've ever seen a movie called Night of the Scarecrow, it came out in 95, the year after Night of the Demons 2. Oh, yeah. Man, it's a really bad movie about a killer scarecrow, but she's in that one, too. Not and ugly. there's a scene where she gets topless in a van. And I'm telling you what, man, <laughs> I didn't even know that was her I'm in the face, but that. I could tell it was her by the boobs. I don't know what it is, man. It's like a, a fingerprint. You can identify by someone their titties. by their titties. I knew it, yes. Man, I'd say check that one out just um, for some Christy Harris and uh, a really bad Scarecrow movie. But that's pretty much all I got, man, for this week. I just I hadn't called you guys in a while, and uh, i really been meaning to because Corpse Cast is number one, man. Oh, New Cup, New York, A number one. Come on, death row. Uh, you guys kick ass. Keep up the great work, and I will catch you later. You know, Peace. Johnny Johnny mentions uh, uh, I Spit on Your Grave, the 78 version with Joe Bob. I, bought, I actually bought the DVD where Joe Bob Briggs does uh, he does his own commentary and whatnot. Probably some of the best commentary I've ever heard. Uh, it was amazing. In fact, um, I was a little like, I don't know if I should buy this shit or whatever. But Joe Bob Briggs, because I already own the DVD. I, I own like two or three versions of that shit. Right. You're crazy with it. I am. But the thing is, is the Joe Bob... Uh, commentary, the, the version with the Joe Bob commentary, unbelievable. It's awesome. Not only does he know his shit, but, uh, he's hilarious. So I, I, I love that guy. And I love the blood shack. It's a little old place where <laughs> we can get together. Jonathan Kruger. Oh, we love Johnny Kruger. We love dude. you. Dude, I, I still think it's hilarious that, uh, that basically Shane uh, likes uh, ghost rape, and uh, he's all for it. But. There's nothing wrong with ghost rape. All right, all right, okay. Uh, Alan called in. Mike, Shane, what's up? This is Alan. Uh, Shane, man, thanks for the downloads, for the review. You bet, That's brother. Really good shit you sent me, man. Anyway, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, what'd you send Question him? of the week about the horror host. Sorry, sorry, I'm pausing. I think- what, what'd you send him? I sent him a bunch of uh, Die Monster Die goodies. Oh, dude, Die Monster Die. Those guys, I don't know if you know those guys, but they're all right. Yeah. They're pretty good. I, I just uh, <laughs> shot him over a bunch of downloads. Oh, sweet, he dude. downloaded them and uploaded them. Did he email you personally? Yeah. He's never emailed me personally. And Alan, uh, that hurts said, my I feelings. Said, hey, he said, hey, babe. There you go. Boom. <laughs> all right, let's hear what he's got to say. I think one of the reasons maybe they're resurging in popularity or whatever is it just seems like the 
the genre is growing. It seems like horror, in a way, is becoming more Good acceptable. Point, baby. You know, you got American Horror Story on FX. Yep. And Walking, the Walking Dead. Dead. And I'm sure there's some other True horror Blood. shows coming on. You know, Ghost Hunters. All that, you know. And I think more people are getting into it. <laughs> and in a way, having the horror host, regardless of what movie you're watching, uh, you know, they if you don't like the movie or... Dude, it's boring, that, whatever. He's right about this. They got this. the host coming on. And that's, and that's part of my answer, but I'll save it for the between end. the skits, and it's also uh, fairly cheap programming because they get most of them. Seems like they do public domain. Yep, absolutely. Stuff, and uh, all you really yeah. have to do is even some of the, the huge ones and get them on TV, ones. or you know, if you don't want the people don't want to get paid or uh, shit can't get on TV. They can do it online and do it pretty cheap, which is which is uh, huge now. Anyway, horror host, my favorite horror host. Uh, never really watched Elvira because uh, we didn't get her, but I thought she was awesome. Still love her, but my two would be uh, Joe Bob Briggs oh, from yeah, Monster baby. Vision, and even though it wasn't exclusively horror, Rhonda Shear from USA Up All Night. Oh, yep. dude, There's that a show, that, yeah, introduced me to. Buttload of horror movies like Troma and yep, stuff, and absolutely. You know, she might not fit the typical mold because it wasn't all horror. Plus, I spilled I some seed to her. Is that okay uh, to say on, on really uh, the podcast? On anything horror related? It just, uh, like I said, the, sh- the show introduced me a lot of horror, and it showed a lot. So uh, that's it. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. Bye. There you go. Alan, dude. So Alan, love he's, you, he's man. He's in, he's out. In, out. He's never sent me a personal email, so kiss my freaking butt, oh. Shane Diablo, for, for getting that's, that honor first. That's hitting but, a bone. But whatever. Yeah, come on, Alan. Alan's been Alan, around, baby. He the man. He yeah, the man. He the man. He cool. Uh, let's he, cool. See. he is cool. Uh, it's, uh, okay, so we got two for uh, Joe Bob. And f- it's funny because I... And an honorable mention for Rhonda Shear. For Rhonda Shear, which I think actually... Um, I actually previewed Johnny Crew called in a, a short one later. I think he mentions her too. But uh, here's Vaughn. Uh, hey, guys. Mike, uh, team. It's Vaughn. Um, two things. One is the give you an answer to the uh, question of the week, even though I'm a week behind. I'm listening to the uh, deranged cool, episode right now. Uh, I have one thing behind. to talk about with that episode. You guys are talking about White Castle? I think <laughs> you guys are probably better off not having that. I agree oh, my with God. you. It's, yeah. it's probably good like, to visit, kind of but it's, best, it's kind of like, like, it's not good to if live. If you're home over at 4 o'clock in the morning, you're driving home, and there's one coming near, oh my God, it's just the best freaking grease-filled madness <laughs> that I'll just get you through a um, hangover the next day. Gnarly. Um, but it's not good if you get it through, like, the 7-Eleven or, no. like, your local nope. supermarket has the boxes. Um, there's just something weird where it just doesn't taste right when it comes frozen or just, like, but reheating uh, beef, that always has a little baggy. And just t- I don't know why it We're tastes good when it's made podcast, by, by the way. a handful of, uh, you know, people really late at night, and it's just awesome. I don't know what it's about. <laughs> um, Crown Burger sounds awesome, though. Oh, uh, ooh. Um, and I haven't had. Even though I've been on the West Coast a couple of times, I've never had it. I think they're only here. <laughs> not here. Could be. It's not around here. The big thing now that's kind of kind of making its way through our state of New Jersey is Sonic. Who Sonic sucks balls. Sonic. Crap. Um, you're probably better off. I had a green corn dog there once. You know, oh. I took one bite and like, spit it out and 50s, said I'm never like going back. Hop, the people on roller skates. Yeah, it's, it's kind of not really worth lame. it. it sucks it's balls. cheap as shit. Yeah, but it's really kind of lame. Um, another thing. The question of the week. The my favorite my favorite horror host. Oh, there you go. I have two. Um, one is John Zachary 
uh, better known oh, as yeah. Ackerley. He ran Voice a for, killer uh, theater here Voice in New for, Jersey, oh, New York area. Brain damage. Um, back in the 60s and 70s. Um, he's mostly, he, he occasionally, um, WPIX, the station I used to play his, uh, his horror show, um, occasionally on Halloween we'll bring him back. Nice. And have him host it. Um, but they have somebody else sometimes when he, when John's not, um, being, doing well. Um, but he is the main, like, guest of honor for this convention that's named after his show. Oh, cool. Called Chiller Theater Expo here in New Jersey. Um, and he's really cool. Really cool. I've met him a bunch of times. He's a really cool dude. Um, probably the best thing, if I'm, if I'm remembering the name correctly. Brain damage? Probably best known for, like, a lot of you horror fans that listen to this show. He was the, uh, he's the, the brain alien, you know, the, in, yep. in um, Frank Hennelard's brain damage. Yep. Um, Love the, it. That little freaking gooey monster that sits in the guy's head. <laughs> the penis brain monster. Brains so you can get the, the, the drugs Which that basically the, guy, that the monster is a produces. He's the voice. Penis and brain that. for some dude. He's also thing. in, um, Nick said, um, was it Geek, Geek Maggot didn't go too, if you've never seen that film. Oh, cool. Um, one from the present day that I really like, uh, his monster is, uh, the Midnight Mausoleum. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And I've watched a couple of their shows because they they a lot of their shows here put on um, the Monster Channel online. Uh, I don't know, remember the website. I do. I watched the Monster but, Channel. Yeah, I also bought fun. a DVD of Marrow's you know, True Girl kind of uh, uh, deal. One's a straight man. What's the one's a cartoon? And it's just it's it's fun. Their their bits are very fun between the movies. They're um, not ugly either. And I, I really enjoy them. I don't I'm know if that's, that's what you're going for, or it's just overall. No, just, perfect. I hear these people say they seem not. Um, Vampires, uh show, they're fucking lying, or they're like 700 oh, yeah, years old, because none of that stuff was ever saved, and only stuff Which that I've ever seen online are very small clips. Um, it's not like um, Elvira, where a lot of her shows have been transcribed to, uh, to stuff. Oh, another one that I was just thinking about, Joe Bob Briggs would be another oh, one. Oh, yeah, there you go. Like. He's not a horror from... host, yep. but he's a you know, host of B-movie exploitation. Three out of three mentions. Um, what the hell? The Monster... Monster Vision. Monster Vision on TNT. I forget the one we had on Showtime. But I like the one on Showtime a little more because oh, the movies were a little more shit. uncut. But I think I always felt that the Monster Vision ones on TNT, he was able to be a little more um, freer and kind of be a little more goofier. That's where I know him from, Monster Vision. Play that awesome. character up a lot more in the Monster Vision stuff. Um, is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. So, yeah, I gave you three. <laughs> Sweet, dude. Um, Perfect. So I, I hope that... Fills out the quota there, sir. You did a good job, Bon. Anyway, you guys keep it up. I'm going to go back to listening to Deranged. <laughs> I really like that movie. I don't know if you guys talk about that, but uh, what the hell? MGM Midnight Classics. I don't know if you guys remember that line. They released it as a double bill with Motel Hell. Motel. Oh, that's dude. That's on our list bill. of movies we're going to do, I, Motel I Hell. Oh, oh, man. Anyway, I cannot wait for that. That's all I have to say. Keep it up, guys. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Bon. Awesome. Vaughn Smooth Silky. There you go, motion like picture master, cool, baby, dude. That I lo- you know, call in more, dude. Because I like that. So we got three voicemails. We got three callouts for Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, coincidence? I think not, baby. Well, I think everyone's horny on the Joey Bob Briggs. I think we got a. I think we got a first time caller. We got Troy here. Troy. Hey, Mike and Shane. Uh, this is Troy calling from Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake, yes, represent. Native. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to your show on. Uh, uh, Cadaver Lab, and uh, yeah, had a great time with all that, and a lot of laughs. And uh, you guys do a really, really good job. Thanks, anyway, I wanted to chime in and say hi and see where things go. But anyway, I'd like to uh, 
put in my uh, list of uh, horror movies for the zombie apocalypse. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Make a choice. I'm a little behind on the on the. That's episode. cool, buddy. That's cool. That's sweet. No problem. Anyway, uh, uh, I go from 1970 to 1979 with Alien, Amity Horror, Hammer Horror. Movies, those are a lot. Oh, dude, yeah. there, God, there's so many. There's like uh, no Dr. wrong Clive, answer to that because there's so uh, much good shit. Movies. The Omen, Carrie. Oh, Halloween, dude, all great Phantasm, stuff. Yep. Black Christmas, Blackula, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, Texas dude, Christmas, yeah. And like a lot of bug movies, The Car, uh, The Hearse, you know, things that were like, you know, satanic and all that kind of stuff. We love the Satan um, here. But anyway, why I like those, I think those were a lot of. A lot of the times when I was a kid growing up, and and I did see a lot of those in the theater, and you know, Dude, I that's awesome. That I'm dating myself, but <laughs> anyway, uh, I have to uh, ask Shane a question. Okay. Um, and I seen Die Monster Die twice at Club Vegas in Salt Lake City. Nice. It opened for uh, Lizzie Borden. Yes. And Jenna Tortures. If I'm, yeah, really. Anyway, uh, on the Jenny Tortures show, you open up and you have the mask on your face, and you're coming and having, the, you know, I was the first time I've seen this, this band, and I was like, wow, it's pretty good. And it got me into a lot of, of the horror punk and, and nice, dude. And I nice. listened to a lot of that stuff. And so prior to that, and you guys are doing a great job, and it looked like you were going to pass out on that, uh, on that <laughs> set. Were you or were you not? But then on the Lizzie Borden, show, you didn't have a mask on, and you looked like you were cool, and, you know, you had You, you didn't wear your mask? <laughs> no, I think I had it so on, anyway, but uh, I think I redid the question. mask. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, keep up the good work, and I uh, love the show. Thanks, Troy. Um, anyway, another question for Mike. Oh. You can always tell about how you are from Utah, from yep. with all the fudge and the frick and the yep. stuff and, the frick. and all that. And what the shit. <laughs> also, I have to say, it seems like. A lot of BYU fans say that kind of talk. I, I'm a huge so BYU okay. fan. What are you going to say? Be off the topic on okay. football and all that, but go Utes. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you guys keep up the great work, and uh, I'll uh, check in some other time. Awesome, dude. And, uh, thanks for the, um, when you call it the, <laughs> nice, man. the group on the... Uh, on, uh, oh, yeah, we love it. Facebook. I'm out of it here, but uh, <laughs> hey, we're glad to have you. Yep. Anyway, come up and keep up the good work, and uh, keep listening. Thank you. Thanks, man. Hey, Troy. Um, he called, Troy, Troy back. Troy Troy called back, even though he's a Ute fan. He's okay. Listen, even I, though. Listen, even I, though. Listen, I for my undergrad, I went to the U. I went to the U up right. there. Okay, so I mean, being at both places, you know, it's you yeah, come whatever. But you know, this is not a football podcast or not a sports podcast. Okay, fine. I did go to the U. There's a couple of okay dudes up there, Troy, so you're all right. Um, but I just want to make sure Troy's going to be there on the 29th, man. Well, hopefully he'll come down. On the and, and July 13th. And Jul- oh, July 13th is going to be the big bash, baby. That's on the hook. Yeah, he called back, so let's hear what he has to say. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Calling back again. Nice. Troy from Salt Lake City, Utah. A little more confident. After that a little bit more call, coherent and not so like tired from the early... Uh, posting I put on your voicemail. Uh-huh. Um, for the question that you left uh, for everybody to ask is what your favorite uh, TV horror host yep. would be. Well, being that I'm from Utah, back from when in the day, <laughs> um, Channel 4 uh, on Friday night used to have what they called Nightmare Theater. 
My dad used to watch that. Sit up at 10.30 at night, try to sneak in on Friday night to watch that without I, yeah, I, I miss that. About I it. feel bad. Or she'd let me watch it, but they showed a lot of, um, you know, the old monster movies, like the werewolf. Yeah. I don't think Troy's that much older than me, so I, it must have run for like a long that. time. And that's yeah. what kind of started my whole, uh, um, you know, what would say taste in the horror genre. Nice, man. I still love those shows. Oh, uh, but anyway, there wasn't really a host on there, but in intermission, you just hear a voice, and it turned out to be one of the newscasters that was on Channel uh, Channel 4. No way. Lake, and, uh, you know, he would just play off like all diabolic and crazy. No way. That's and awesome. On, uh, that is awesome. <laughs> and another guy that was on the on the news that would do sci-fi theater, and then they would show all the campy. No way. That is uh, really cool. Sci-fi films. So that was pretty much uh, the question for that. But normally I'm big into Elvira, oh, of yeah, course, yeah. and Vampira. And, uh, you know, things like that. And then some of the ones that kind of do things now, they're on Facebook and yep. the oh, Monster Channel online. and yep. whatnot. Oh, there you go. Another Monster Channel call out. Really things and dress up like the devil and, <laughs> you know, just make it really off the wall. Yep. And lots of fun. But anyway, uh, that's the question on there. But anyway, I'm more stateful now. And <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking codeine, I guess. What? Hey. Robot Anyway, I'm just kidding. But, you and Jake? Uh, oh, um, Troy's the anyway, new codeine guy. Anyway, you guys take, take it easy. <laughs> he calls and, in. And I hope uh, some other callers can uh, tell us about the other hosts that were out there. And, well, if you like Joe Bob. What kind of interest they had about it. <laughs> anyway, stay cool, stay rocking, stay hard. So anyway, talk to you later. Awesome, dude. Troy, first time caller, man, from Salt Lake. I love Troy. the place. Salt Lake. From SLC. Yo, 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 yo. We're representing the 801, baby. 801. Yeah, Come with death row. Aren't we hard? We're, we're, we're Come with death row. <laughs> yeah, Troy... Come out to the shows, man. Let's hang out. Yeah, dude. We'll hang I'll out. I'll buy you awesome. a beer. We'll hug. You know? Nice. Awesome. Uh, incidentally, okay. to the to the mask thing. Okay. There was a time when I had the full head mask. Oh, really? I mean, like the whole head Now you just covered. have like the face now mask. Now I've just got the face because right. I realized I think I'm going to pass out in this. <laughs> well, he was right. That's what he said, dude. But I don't think I ever got to that point. It could be just being drunk because I <laughs> I love to play drunk. Honestly, when I play sober, I'm like, I'm out of it. Oh, really? I, 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 you got a better chance of me messing up if uh-huh. I'm completely sober uh-huh. as opposed to having some beers in me. Listen, I know Shane, and you are the nicest guy, drunk or sober. Right. All right. You're just such a, a little I'm not one of those angry Greek guy. drunks or anything no. to go, hey, give it to you. Break your legs. <laughs> gonna break your legs. You know? So, Troy, uh, come out. Dude, Troy, Troy that was awesome. And, dude, I'd love to buy and, you. You know, and I've, I, I've known of Troy on Facebook for a while. Thanks for calling in, man. It's, yeah. you know, I wish it would have come sooner, but, uh, you know, we take what we can get. Yep. All right. So, uh, we got New Jersey Nick calling in. Yo, yeah, dude. Hey. How many people do I have to kill? Howie. Hey. So, Ooh, it's, it's New Jersey Nick from the Slasher Cast. What's up? Super creepy. Um, <laughs> I wanted to say, great show. Thanks, man. Good job. All the time. Uh, I listen to you guys weekly. You guys went from being like an okay podcast to being uh, uh, definitely in the top five. Whoa, totally whoa, 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 pause. What? Pause. pause. Huh? We went from being number one to transcending everything. We went from an okay. 
Is sorry. that that's sorry. that's got to be, dude? That's that's got to be all on my shoulders, dude. Shane, you're you're a podcasting legend. Uh I am. I mean, hundred plus listen. episodes of Cadaver <laughs> with Indies and everything yep, else. Uh, yep, 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 yep. So we've went from okay to Shane, top five. Shane, can I can I can I stop here real quick? And, and that's got to be like me, like listen, getting better at what listen. what I do, or. Did you ever this is know what I do. that you're my hero? No, no, stop. Let me sing okay. this to you. Right. You're everything I wish I could be. All right, sorry. All right, all right. New Jersey. We'll uh, we'll go ahead and. Uh, do you think he's from Lodi, New Jersey? Oh, he's got to be because we know a lot of shit about your town. Anyway, let's hear what he's got to say. Okay. <laughs> you you make my Mondays when yeah, I listen to you. Sweet. Um. Shit, man. So I don't remember your question of the week this time. Because oh. you said it all the way at the fucking end of the That's episode. I Dude, I can't remember what happens at the end. I did. Because then the song starts playing, and then the song gets stuck in my fucking head. It's a great yeah. tune, dude. All day. Die, monster, die. So... I'm going to talk instead about your past questions, like uh, what movie scared you first or okay. something like that. Okay, all right. That. Good enough. We're into Um... Night of the Creeps. When I first saw Night of the Creeps. Oh, yeah, dude. I <laughs> was like four or news. five years old, yeah, and my exactly. father was playing it, and he wouldn't turn off, and I was crying so hard, and I I remember <laughs> the line, your dates are here, yes, but yeah. they're dead. Exactly. And then the skeletons and all that walking up, you know. Oh, yeah, dude. You got some good news and bad news. Also, one scene that totally scares me to this day, I think that that was a question of the week once. Okay. I'm just going to go back and answer, like, old questions of the week, dude, I guess. Dude, or you can right? call in once a week, dude. The ones that I can dude. recall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sounds good, baby. The Alien in Communion. Not even Holy a horror movie, shit. dude. Walking. Oh, no, yeah, dude. That walk is scary as balls. Aliens. Yeah. The little aliens with the big in. fucking eyes oh, and they're a gray skin. Because, man, maybe that's real. <laughs> Terrifies me. Can't watch that movie. Can't watch it on TV. Can't watch it on video. It horrifies what about me. Uh, fire in the sky. Um, and I'm a guy who's watched too. a million fucking movies. Like Wreck. Wreck was one of the last movies that uh, you know. You guys just did Wreck and yep. Wreck too. Wreck was one of the last movies where I actually felt intensely. Yeah, man. I'm telling kind you, of afraid. Yeah. I realized that my hand was digging into the side of the couch. But yeah, man. nothing scares me more than aliens coming down with their intergalactic. Bone phone, bone phone to try and rape me. Not cool. I don't want that. I hear you, man. And uh, let's talk about justification of being a horror fan. Let's hear it. Fuck that. Do what you want. All right. Fuck other people. Right. I get that all the time. How really? do you watch that stuff? Are you afraid it'll make you crazy? Dude, I don't know what it is, but my whole life I have lived this fucking counterculture uh Style, fuck man, video <laughs> games, comic books, yeah. metal, say that, <laughs> horror movies. You can say Everything that about I people like that watch the is vilified. Food channel. Yep. So absolutely, I just pick up and castles. ride this wave, you. a wave of blood, perhaps. <laughs> Whatever, just do what you fucking want. Also, um, look me up on Twitter sometime at New Jersey Nick at Slasher underscore Cast, I'm, and of course SlasherCast.net is where on, you can find uh, us. Twitter? I hope that this makes the show. Um, Oh, yeah, and dude. I hope it was coherent because I was just. It's you. weird to babble to yourself. I could never be a solo podcaster. I don't know how people like Midnight well, Corey pull it off. You, you got to wear tinfoil hats. This is uh, tougher than you think. All right, guys. Talk to you. Bye. Sweet, dude. Thanks for the call. Um, MJ. I'm just, MJ Nick. Yeah. Yo. That was cool. That was cool. I, listen, solo podcasting, I'm just glad I get a look at your beautiful face as we do this thing. It's nice to be able to sit in the same room together, isn't it? Oh, dude. And just. 
we have a couple drinks. We we talk about you know we listen to Spotify. We talk about weird shit like Bobby like, Brady. <laughs> you know, hanging well, out how Bobby Brady goes getting wasted on Second yeah. South in between State and Maine and shit. Yeah, yeah. We, it's it's good to be here. It's good to be here, man. Um, New Jersey Nick. Yeah, yeah. Thank you because I'm going to take that as I'm doing better as I go along. I, I'm new to this, man. Dude, I'm new to this podcasting thing. Sure, Mike has taken me under his wing and nestled me and cradled me. Listen, he swaddled me up and sing me those old Negro hymnals. <laughs> Swing low, and I'm just going. Ah, yeah, I think I can do it. Um, so actually, actually, so you help me. I have. Uh, we we also have this weird erotic uh, lactation thing going on too. Yeah. We just talked about Grace in our super secret, uh, right. our super secret project today. And you were you were uh, what do they call that? You were uh, lactating. I, I was well, I'm lactating, and then we were finding some eroticism in that lactation. Yeah. And so you know, don't want to waste it. It's protein filled, but whatever. you know, it's just it's good that I'm going from okay to good. Yeah, dude. I, you know what? Do you know what I think you are? Whoa, it was good. You know what's funny? It's, uh, I think half the shit that we talk about during the voicemails are inside jokes. I know. Because, probably. okay, sorry, people. Sorry you had to go through that better than Ezra moment, but we but we were just talking about that. But check Absolutely. that song out. It's good. It's good. It's, it's the good. only good song. Living, whoa, it was good. All right. Uh, Jake the Snake called in. Jake. Hey, Mike and Shane. Yo, Jake Mike and Better. Yeah, again. He's doing the very good episode. I mean, speak this pipe, episode inspired me to watch Wreck 2 again. And nice, dude. Damn, this is a pretty good movie. Oh, it's, it's solid. Very intense. Yep. But one thing I have against this movie is uh, those freaking kids in the middle. I mean, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Shit's starting to get intense. And suddenly is interrupted. The problem is the movie was so short. Kids they had to do something. I trying to well, or give us an hour movie, which I'm fine with too. Doll on their freaking. I agree and disagree. Uh, oh, ooh, we're gonna have to hear what all this. Fuck. What, would you like me to pause uh, it, or should we wait? That's, you no, know, it picked up after that a bit, especially after the. Okay, I won't spoil this shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. For the question of the episode. Horror host I liked. Well, first and only thought that comes to mind for Joe me Bob? is, of course, Joe Bob Briggs. Dude! I mean, I Why didn't catch a lot of Joe Bob Briggs is. You don't know who he is. When I did, I don't you know, know man, who he is. I love so Joe Bob. freaking awesome. I mean, how many movies did I catch on there? Well, a billion? Well, Monster Vision was the first time I saw movies. That's me too. Such as The Fog and The Dead Zone. Those are very great movies, TNT, and maybe. I really loved those more when they Love the fog. saw Zaba yep. not on TV. And then here's this other movie I cut on Monster Vision once uh, called Project Metal Beast. Oh <laughs> my god, I I just caught the second half of that movie, but oh my god, it was just so freaking awesome. Project Metal Beast? I've not even heard of it. I mean, it's got this, well... Like the title says, it's a metal beast. Metal beast, a kind of a metal <laughs> werewolf thingy, and which is played, Metal! if I recall correctly, <laughs> by Kane Hodder, the oh, man. Cool man. Uh, and well, of course, since it's a metal werewolf, the only way to kill him is a uh, 
a silver, silver rocket launcher. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Of course. Uh, I just want to catch this movie again. <laughs> and uh, has guess it's out of print. No, but I will search. Project Metal Beast is out of print. You don't say. I thank you, Joe Bob Briggs, for introducing me to it and such other good movies, such as The Fog and Dead Zone. Nice. I'm trying to think if I ever cut anything else on Monster Vision. Oh, it's just been such a long time. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Joe Bob Briggs was my horror host, and I think he's still doing some stuff these days. I, I'm not sure where it's happening. He had happened. a cameo doing... in this uh, throwback 80 slasher called The Sleeper, which I found I good. I saw that, dude. I have Johnny Krug yep, to Johnny thank Krug. Yep. for that. Me too. Okie dokie. Jake the Snake. He was Out. also in uh, uh, Escape from L.A. You ever see that? Nobody escapes I think he from was L.A. I know Bruce Campbell's in that. Was he? Maybe I'm mistaken. I'm an idiot. That. It's... it's all right. <laughs> Here's my beef with the kids in the middle. Oh, okay. Yes, they were a pain in the ass. Yes, okay. But what I did like about that is the setup with the guy with the bag. So with you're the going, okay. Right, with it, the it, it put it together where you're like, okay, here's the timeline. Yeah, but wouldn't it have been better if it was I like, hated the kid that was just being an ass. Right, okay. And they're like, don't go down the alley. Don't go in the building. So he goes don't down pick the up building. the gun. Right. Don't, you know, he deserved to be slapped in the mouth by that guy, you know. <laughs> So I'm with him on, right. yeah, why do we need that? But I liked how it was like the outside camera, guy with the bag, he goes in, you're going, oh, okay. All right. It sets up. I, I Listen, I mean, to be honest with you, after all was said and done, I mean, there was kind of a break when they were up on the on the, on the the roof doing the, you know, shooting off the, the blow-up doll and stuff like that. I could have done without that. But, I mean, all in all, like I mean, like we said last week, it, it all ended up being all right. So. And the creepy Medarios or whatever her mm, name was. Yes. Dude, that's a tattoo waiting to happen. <laughs> you get that right above your pee-pee. Her just with that hammer. How, like, you know what you ought to do is get her as a tattoo, but holding the hammer down and the hammer is your pee-pee. That's a great idea. I've got a tat. I've got like a almost a personal. We haven't negotiated, but. I think I've got a personal tattoo artist. Nice. She's dude. badass. Oh, it was Gina. She, oh. She's doing some Die Monster Die Art. Oh, cool. No, I don't know who she is. Do you think that would be weird because it's Windhawk's girlfriend? No. Can you put that? Uh, I think Windhawk's girlfriend should see everybody. What strong. I want you to do is put this big tattoo of the <laughs> chick from Wreck 2 by my weenie. <laughs> You think that would go over well? No, I, I think it's great. In fact, let's professionalism. Video, let's uh, let's go ahead and film you bringing that up to her, and let's just see how that goes. What do right. you say? Hey, that's <laughs> uh, that's awesome. GP called in. GP, I love you. Hey guys, Gracie's poppy. Let's do it. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, dude, he's doing the wild thing. Alrighty then. Uh, first thing I want to do, I want to call out my fellow, um, yeah. What are we calling them so now? Uh, Castians? <laughs> no, former Castrators. Former Labians. Yeah, former uh, Labians. No Castians. Castinationites. Um, <laughs> you may have been noticing the Wild Thing videos that we've been putting up on our Facebook page. Yep. Yeah. Come on, guys, join us. Get your freak on, put up a video. Yeah! <laughs> Make uh, your Wild Thing video. Right, let's see. Question episode Who is your favorite horror host? Well, for me, growing up as I was a kid, I guess, you know, 
I would be a kid growing up. Sure. That makes sense. Um, oh, you got me there. There's a guy called Dr. Shock. And he was in a local okay. station in Philadelphia. I saw, yeah, I and saw I put, instead of like going through the reasons why I really loved him, um, I put a whole bunch of stuff on the Facebook page. Um, there's I, a tribute page somebody to wrote to him. him. There's a couple of videos. One of his uh, the opening, uh, I guess, well, it wouldn't be credits because there's no freaking credits on it. It's just like the opening of the show and his greetings. And he has like, he, did, he was a magician too, so he did some magic tricks. Oh, cool. Um, cool. It was a really cool show. And I, I, he actually reminded me of my grandfather for some, I mean, he was a nice guy. Creepy as hell though. And um, that is that's formed the, the, the genesis Weird. of my love of horror shows because, you know, I was a kid watching Saturday morning cartoons, and right right after the cartoons, you'd have Doctor Shock, the horror, horror theater or uh, Mad Theater. You had there was also like a creature double feature, uh, not associated with him, but you know, in my memory, I just bind all this stuff together, right. and right. with his face on top of it, and that's just. I started my love of horror movies nice, watching man. this guy. So check check out those videos, check out the page, um, and hopefully you'll see uh, I love the guy. Uh, let's see. Graves, Web of Dharma. I liked it. I didn't yeah. love it, but I liked it. Um, it was a little too upbeat, I guess. Kind of put me in a more happier place than I wanted to be. It reminded me of Osaka Pop Star a lot, actually. But you know, it was yeah, okay. I, I can I can listen I to it a couple times. I kind of felt same way about both. Uh, that's about all I got for that guy. Um, wreck, uh, wreck two. Actually, no. Actually, went through the whole damn franchise, didn't you? you did the uh, you know, both so the original far. version and the bastardized American version? Ah, uh, barely. We, um, we touched it. Let me say this for bastardized is pretty right. I yep. didn't mind it at all. And I kind of have a thing for horse-faced women, so Weird. I didn't mind her that much. <laughs> All I did mind was the opening sequence in the beginning when they're filming in the uh, the firehouse. Horrible! Dragged out. Really? Um, I, it's been a long time. I think for it was me. longer than the original version. Yeah, it and was. I think it tried to it set was. up a uh, flirtatious relationship between Horseface and one of the firemen, so yeah. you get more emotionally involved when he uh, mm. does his swan dive yeah. belly flop off the mm. balcony. Um, that, I really don't mind them. I mean, I, I, I didn't really like that that much. But the movie, rest of the movie was fine. And considering it was like pretty much shot for shot for the uh, of the original, you know, Except can't go way wrong worse. What? Uh, Quarantine 2, piece of crap. Oh, yeah. yeah. Garbage. <laughs> yeah, poop. Um, Wreck, though. Uh, saw Wreck with my kids. Because, you know, they're a bunch of uh, zombie lovers. Jeez. And awesome. they liked it. And they actually got scared, which was the effect I wanted. Um, <laughs> but it, it was a great show. Uh, Rec Two, I didn't let them watch. I watch. I watch movies before they do, so then I can make sure that it's okay for them. Right. I thought it may have been a little bit too more intense than uh, than the first one. More than Rec One, really? But okay. That was also and and obvious homage to The Exorcist. I oh mean, yeah. The priest there even looked like a a young doctor, a young uh, Father Mayor. Yeah, all right. So, okay. uh, that, you know, Wreck and Wreck 2, I'm gonna, I gotta buy those because, I mean, put them in my collection. Uh, love the movies. I can't wait to see the third I one. Wreck was more intense, though. And, just uh, being, just being. I guess I think it was that's more all I gotta say. Ending. I'm gushing over that. I agree. Because, you know, intense. Agreed. Everybody else loves them, so you don't need to hear my opinion of it. it. You know, obviously, it's a great movie. 
And since my time is running short and all I'm doing is babbling right now, I will let you all go and I will talk to you later. Sweet, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I thought Rec 1, the ending, the whole deal was a little bit more intense than Rec 2. No, but... I, I, I'm with him. I think, okay. I think Rec 2 was a little more just... Well, there was a lot more story, a lot more going on in my and that, opinion. And the ending, dude. The uh, ending, that very last scene yep. where you're like, "What?" Yes. That's pretty intense. I agree. I told, yeah, absolutely. That that actually got me like the adrenaline pumping. Yeah. So that was good. Oh, let's see. Yeah, uh, we had Aaron call in. Here he is, Aaron. Hey guys, what's going on? What? Huh? Like in Shane, it is Aaron. Nice. Dude. Last episode, right. I got called out by Lauren. Um, oh, the. I don't even know if I should dignify that with a response because someone completely took everything I said out of context and Uh forgot the question of the episode, took it personal, (laughs) got butt hurt. I don't know if I should be troll, so to speak. Whatever. Apparently, I singled women out and said women can't be horror fans. (laughs) The entire point of the voicemail and the question of the episode is how do you talk to non-horror fans? (laughs) I know you're a horror fan, Lauren, because why Whoa, else would you be listening to this podcast? Easy. And we We're all know happy. you love David Hess because you mention it every other episode. Oh, so, dude, I don't what? Know. I'm uh, just sitting at home minding my own business trying dude, to listen to my favorite podcast, cleaning Doritos out of my beard, and then I got slandered. So uh, oh. I have a sense of humor. <laughs> so I'm going to close this chapter on my end Funny. with a joke. Oh, oh dear. Michael. Yes. Shaniel. Yes. Do I have your attention? Yes. yes. How many women does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> One, because it's One. I can't remember. She holds the light bulb in place, and the rest of the world revolves around her. Exactly. <laughs> you think horror fans would have more of a sense of humor? Oh, dude, it's all good, man. Actually, Come on. You guys both laughed. That's all that matters yeah, to me. It was funny. I could make one it was funny. Come on. It was funny. So uh, hopefully that's the end of it. And, wow, uh, we're starting some shit. Hey, what can I say? Don't hate to play. Hit the game, yeah. I don't know. Is that offensive too? Am I going to get more voicemails? Whatever. <laughs> oh, jeez. On to the dude. question of the episode. Oh, Aaron, man, host, we need a hug. Who is your favorite guys. and why? <laughs> um, what's a horror host? I'm a touch of downs '90s kid. Oh yeah. So yeah. there is no horror host in my generation. I don't know if anyone else on the group is my age, but yeah, there were no horror hosts. The only, the closest thing that we have to even horror movies up here is. Uh, Offbeat Cinema a show out of Buffalo. It's a bunch of stinky beatniks drinking coffee. <laughs> they host a show where they show old fifties movies and exploitation and monster shit. You know, they always show Night of Living Dead and Vincent Price movies, all these public nicks. domain. Yes, Since I'm a touch of downs kid from the nineties, all <laughs> I had was references to the fifties through the eighties for horror hosts, so like Gremlins 2 or like in the oh, House yeah. of a Thousand Corpses, Dr. Wolfenstein. Yeah. Uh, up he never until got a while alive. ago here in Canada, they were still airing Hilarious House of Frightenstein. That's pretty awesome. He's that Canadian. That, that explains so, yes, all the bullshit Price he started with. was standing a half hour away from my house at, you know, what? for a couple of years when he lived here in Canada to shoot that show. <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, Goosebumps and all that shit was on. That was the closest thing <laughs> to horror host for my generation where... Uh, even though R.L. Stein had nothing to do with the show other than, you know, cash and checks and stuff, he would exactly. show up and host nice, the dude. intro and outros to shows like The Haunted Mask and shit. Night of Living Dummy 3. So, I guess that was a stupid uh, bullshit answer to your question, but uh, <laughs> I had to bring this up. Mike. Yo. Uh, you and Shane. 
both have mega boners for typo negative. Oh, dude, yeah. I've never heard you guys talk about Carnivore, Peter Steele's yeah, band. I, I like this, it. Band Great before stuff. That. No, dude, oh, yeah, I don't dude. know about you, I like Mike, it. but every time I hear the opening bass line in Race War, yeah. I no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, 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 no. We love it. Mark we love Shane, it. Keep doing what you're doing, shit. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's controversial. That yeah. was a controversial voicemail. It was controversial. He's throwing down, dude. He's throwing down. Especially, he knows how much we love. He's Lauren. talking good talky too. Well, he's, he talked some good talky. He's, he's Canadian. He's he's mixing truth with some shit, and it's uh, yeah, it's, carnivore. It, oh, car- I mean, Arnold yeah. Stein. Caught talking some talkie on I hear Lauren. You. I hear you. He's bringing it, dude. He's, he's bringing the, the <laughs> he's bringing it together for us. Well, you know, um, and he made some funny too that I enjoyed. Well, you know what? It's isn't that what it's all about? Making funny for Shane. Make funny for me. Uh, we got Brian Tow Truck calling in. The tow truck. Hello, gentlemen. Brian, been a couple of weeks. Sorry, I'm a slacker. Um, you know, yeah, you is. fucking lazy. What are you going to do? Kick your anyway, ass. Anyway, a couple episodes behind. I'm just going to brush all that shit off. Forget about it. Fuck it. Start fresh. <laughs> Question of the episode. Um, and it, it's probably going to sound cliche and like a given, but it was favorite host, horror host, Elvira. Oh, dude. Without and a doubt. Guys our age. First person is there. Everybody's yep. masturbatory fantasy. Now, oh, you know? without a doubt, dude. She's smoking hot. And uh, I think that's what giving me my love for dark chicks with great racks. Yep. <laughs> Fap all as if you need a reason to be on when she was on. That was the first one I counted the Crypt Keeper, which Crypt Keeper, oh, yeah. I don't know if you the horror. Host. See, I've got an insider of an insider. But that was crazy. Yeah, oh, okay. Man. I could love the tales from the Crypt shit. Anyway, um, yeah, that's about it for that. I do have to comment on uh, Lauren's call. Oh, there dear. are some very hot women out there that are way into horror. I happen to be dating one of them. What? Um, I don't know what she sees in me because I have the whole Lemmy thing going on. Hideous monster. Kind of a Lemmy meets Elvira. Yeah. <laughs> Put together by any means. So I don't know, man. I got one of those chicks that's just like, She's more into horror than I am. She's always turning me on to new movies and shit. Nice. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, there, there are those girls shape. out there that would rather sit and watch a horror movie than Have her call in. I'd like to know her. Damn short. Um, <laughs> Putting up with Brian Toadrick. Right wow. Minus. I don't know, man. She's just looking in the wrong places or something. <laughs> anyway, fellas, I'm going to call it off at that. Trying to drive down the road and talk on the phone. Nice. People calling me thinking I want to work. What? Like that, fuck that, I'm going home. <laughs> you know, have yourselves a wonderful weekend. Happy Father's Day to all of you dads out yeah, there. Yeah, man. Fucking Sunday. watch something horrible with your kids. Corrupt and good. <laughs> Nothing like Father's uh, Day for Father's Day. Can't wait to see you guys on the 29th. Dude. Love you both. Take it easy. <laughs> Sweet dude, yeah. Are we gonna Brian. are we gonna meet this lovely lady on the 29th and 13th? She is very pretty. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know how he, he I, how did Brian? I don't know how he banged it, banged it into shape, molded that. But yeah, uh, she's dude. a very pretty girl. Nice dude. There you go from the Shane. So come I, on I down. Shame. Come on down <laughs> to the show. Uh, GP called back in. Oh, all right. First off, fuck you, answering machine. What? Second off. 
Um, I don't know if Shane's, Shane's going to bring this up, but Dime Monster Dar has their, their Kickstarter page. Oh, yeah. Dude. Um, Shane, you should bring this up. I'm seriously. I, yeah, I probably should have. Yeah, you know, it's your thing, and we all love you, so we want to see this thing grow. That's I right, just man. posted a link on uh, to it on my Facebook page, and I told everybody that, you know, he's a friend of mine on there. You know, even if you don't have to participate, just check this link out, and if you think you know somebody who might be interested, have them uh, pass it along. You know, we should have this page, spreading right? like a awesome. wildfire instead of uh, the campfire that it is right now. So, <laughs> exactly, guys, get on it. All right, I want to see this thing happen, and that's it. Fuck you, answering machine. Goodbye, <laughs> dude. I got, I've got to say that we that we didn't even we haven't mentioned that yet so far, but dude. Die Monster Die is are raising funds so that they can record their next album. Right. And I mean, you know, you know how I feel about Die Monster Die. I mean, if your music sucked, I don't know if I could look you in the eye, but since it's good stuff, uh, I want to cuddle you when I call you on the bump. bump. See, when I'm, I could tell if you were like doing some kind of weird blinky thing, then I would go, oh, oh he might be lying. Maybe he is lying. No, dude. No, absolutely. Um, Kickstarter, Die Monster Die, man. Let, let's get, uh, let's get this album. Uh, let's support him. Let's get Go this to, made, okay, here's the deal is Die Monster Die is trying to put out a sweet eighth. This will be our eighth full length album. Nice, dude. October 21st, 1976 is the yeah, name. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, we're trying to raise the money and we're hoping that people, uh, will donate because we've got some awesome rewards if you donate to it. Um, you know, five bucks, 10 bucks, 25 bucks. If you donate like $100, $200, you actually get a picture of yourself on the vinyl release we're planning the to do. The hell you say. Yeah. So, you know, we're trying to do it. We got a big goal. I mean, there, yep. I, I think it's only three days in. It's more of a campfire. Yep. Like, uh, you know, yeah. We got to get the shit out. We got to get the word out, man. Let's get this And I'm a done. humble guy. You know, and I don't want to, I don't want to, but man, you can go to facebook.com backslash graveyard shock and roll. That's the official die monster die die monster die page and like it. And if you got any shekels at all, donate to it because we, you know, we want to put this vinyl out every vinyl that we release every person that donates to it, you know, go look at the rewards I'm doing. I'm not doing it justice because I'm, (laughs) I feel like I'm preaching on a soapbox or something but <laughs> go to you can go to the uh, what the corpse cast yep. group you can find a link there uh, facebook graveyard shock and roll pretty much everywhere go to gp's page if you know him or just go you, to kickstarter.com and search for die monster die all one word can you do that yeah i don't I, know that's how i got there sweet but yeah just you know if you got anything to donate that would be awesome because we've got a huge goal six thousand dollars to raise and it's, like and it's all 50, going to this album man i mean it's 57 days but everybody that donates gets something so you've got to look at the rewards not, not only do you get something but rewards. you get to be part of history the next time exactly. the album. there you go yeah. that's all so, you need to say do it do it do it <laughs> at least go look do it might as well it's not gonna hurt to look right and you can check out the uh zero delorean video he he makes <laughs> a pretty good plea for yes he does we want your money <laughs> Uh, so do that's, it. It's also simple. All right, uh, Johnny Krug actually called back in real quick. Hey guys, Johnny Krug here. Yo, just calling because I forgot something on that last voicemail. Uh, the other day, I was looking up Rhonda Shear because she has this product oh, yeah. out right now called the Abra, 
and I was looking what? it up because mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was the same Ronda Shear from Up I All Night, it's the same. and it is. Oh, nice. But, uh, man, she looks amazing these days. Kind of like Cassandra Peterson, you know, how she looks yeah, just amazing. But so I went on Google, and I typed in Ronda Shear, and I had the save search off in Google Images, and I didn't, you know, I wasn't even thinking about it, but a ton of naked pictures popped up of Ronda <laughs> really? Shear. So really? I guess. Just wanted to let you guys know, a little heads up there if you... Uh, Want to check those out? She is not ugly. Yes. I just stole that from you, Mike. But uh, oh, definitely, um, I think she looks better now than she did back in the day. Really? But the pictures that's are, hard. I guess she did like Playboy or no something pun back intended. in the day, man. But anyway, that's all I got. Uh, I'm going to call back and send the facts, so uh, hopefully you, it goes through. <laughs> all right, catch you later. Peace. Bless you, oh, dude. I'm going to check that out because if she's better looking than she was before, that's hard to believe, actually. Any, any loving's good loving. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, okay, so we uh, have a couple from Lauren. Here she is. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. I was calling in to answer the question of the, the episode. She's um, called out. For a favorite horror host or hostess, Elvira. There can only be one. I hear you. For me. I, I mean, guess. not bagging on other horror hosts or hostesses, but for me, there can only be one. And uh, I dig her fashion sense. I dig her not taking... Her hotness, seriously. And um, (laughs) I found myself unconsciously molded by her in my adult life. Well, that's perfect. Until um, Creepy Kitch reviewed her. um, Oh, they love her. Or made her, like, their, like, you know, all-time... Yeah, they went awesome off on how awesome award. she is. On that episode, remember, where I was, like, the (laughs) inaugural kitsch bitch. Thank you very much. Anyway... JK, creepy kids, JK. Um, I'm, I actually have been looking up decorating ideas this week um, just for that, you know, zombie bulk bunker I'll be sharing oh, with Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. And um, I'm not so much concerned about tiles, though. I'm more into, like, <laughs> fabrics will be easier to carry. Oh, I'm really um, practical. Oh, that's awesome. Fabrics. And, uh, Mike, you won't want to haunt us in that bunker because oh, uh, we might have to shove Ember outside then. Did we mention we're going to bring her in and the kids to live with us? Oh, dude. So, uh, what else? I'm glad... Uh, I traumatized you with the dressage boners. I think oh, uh, Mike oh, seemed to get a kick out of it. Yes. <laughs> and Shane is, is throwing up or something. No comment. <laughs> um, let's see. Rec 2. Uh, I'm really glad you reviewed that because it brought up all these really lovely memories of your uh, comments about Jennifer Carpenter on the Cadaver Lab. Um, <laughs> I bet we were harsh. And I think it was the, in the things Sam learned section oh dear uh and where he talked about um <laughs> it was really cool that in wreck jennifer carpenter was allowed to play herself like the monster zombie living in the attic <laughs> and uh I something else i think you in the in a different section of the show you also talked about jennifer carpenter looked like Looking like she got hit in the face with trouble or something. That's rude, dude. I don't know. I think she's pretty... I wouldn't say something like that. I mean, she's a lot hotter than I am or whatever. No no way. No, I laughed out loud at work when I was listening to that, and everyone looked at me, and um, but I loved it. That moment brought a lot of joy to my life. Nice. 
Um, let's see what Shut that's. your mouth la, la, about la. yourself. Oh, I gotta, I'm gonna um, have a job reviewing Italian legal instruments Ooh. for a month. I'm really excited about that. Um, Get up, up, so I should take on an extra glow in my skin. Nice. Um, what else? And I really enjoyed Prometheus. It okay, had cool. uh, some beautiful people. Getting eviscerated. Yep, it did. Numerous um, paces. Yeah, sort of body horror in space. Couple beautiful people. Uh, Couple of them. Tentacle face rape. Yeah, yeah a lot of penis. And, um, a lot of penises and vaginas yeah. in it. So that's what I went in expecting. That's, yeah, that's what, what I got. got. <laughs> I was totally satisfied. Cool. And I guess some people had their expectations up too high. So It happens. But I loved it. And um, I even almost got in a fight with someone about it, like one of my friends who criticized it for having too many Hollywood cliches. But um, I stopped before reminding him that, like, Ridley Scott and... He started that shit, I mean, he didn't necessarily invent them, but he brought them to the forefront. So, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. But I didn't say that. (laughs) Because I'm trying to be a good person. Oh, today. good for you. Good for you, Lauren. So, anyway, I'm looking forward to the episode and keep up the good work. She called back. Uh, she actually looked at, checked some tiles out and shit like that. But oh, she called really? back. So, here she is. Pastel colors and all that. Hey, Mike and Shane, I was calling Fabrics. back to address the, the issue of repopulation. Um, <laughs> assuming the whole bunker with a uh, flopo idea yeah, falls through. Yeah. And I do have to repopulate. Um, oh. This is also assuming <laughs> that I guess Vaughn will drive down the East Coast nice and he's willing Vaughn. to Vaughn. scoot me and take me to Utah on his way to pick up. Dude, pa- I paused it. Okay, so uh, okay. I don't know where this is going. I was just gonna say, let's say Vaughn had to help repopulate the Earth. Do you know how hairy humans would be? Really hairy. Oh, dude, really. Listen, I mean, that's I, a big old beard. Not to get too personal, what I'm saying. But I'm done repopulating. Okay, I mean right. I've got the snippy, snippy, and all oh, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's right. So, so I'm I'm done with that. And my sperm is strong. You're, well, I know I have what? I, what? It's strong uh, and it's ready to go. You know what's funny is Shane and I were just talking about we just bought a giant tent. Yeah. For the end of the world, man. Fifteen. Twelve hundred bucks. Fifteen person. Holy shit. Fifteen people get in. Who buys? Who buys twelve hundred dollar? Fifteen people enter. One man Only leave. one man leave. <laughs> Who run bought a town? <laughs> Who run bought a town? All right. Here, Mike see. run bought a town. I run. I'm going to be the king of that castle. Not baby. when it comes to 1200 bucks. Holy Ember shit. run bought a town. Bart. <laughs> uh, Steven and his family. Oh, anyway, yeah. so if that happens, um, I would totally, you know, like, be a part of your guys' commune. Nice! Especially if, like, she and the other members of Die Monster Die are there. Oh, yeah. Um, because with your, like, <laughs> you know, your, like, Hulk-like special magical transformation <laughs> powers that you use uh, for your shows, um, you could also transform into your Die Monster Die personas yeah. if any bands of marauders came to steal your supplies. Scare the shit and women. out of them. And then they would like think you guys were zombies, and, scare them. and I would be protected. She's got a um, good uh, story because yeah. um, it's pretty much like a shit vomiter diarrhea people. situation. You know, sucks. like all your options are yeah. are going to be uh, unpleasant, right? Um, so out of all the least pleasant options, I figure 
I could at least enjoy your guys' company in between, you know. We're the uh, shit. Repopulation exercises <laughs> exactly. and stuff. So, um, yeah. So she's just saying, you know, That's hang my, out my with thoughts us. on that. You know, it's, See it's fine. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was hoping for a, you know, some, okay, well, you know. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a, uh, Sadie Hawkins thing here. It's not a, you know, it's not, dude. It's just, uh, it could be. It could I'll be. I'll hang out with you. Sure. And then we'll just get old and die. Uh, or yeah. Beaten or. You know what's funny is every time people talk about the zombie apocalypse, it's like, you know, you, you see shows like, uh, The Road and you see shows like, uh, yeah. The Walking Dead. It's like, man, I don't know if I want to live during that shit. What a bummer. Not if it's the road, especially. Oh, dude. Yeah. Everything's dead. The trees are oh, dead. Yeah, yeah, Everything's yeah. dead. Yeah. Here's a bug and a, and a goddamn Coca-Cola, son. Sure. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, that would suck. Zombie invasion, I'd go with that. I it's, mean, I don't, I, listen, yeah. I don't want to give up or anything like that, but I've, be, I've become pretty accustomed to my way of life, you yeah. know? Yeah. You know, well, whatever. Uh, we got one last voicemail. Wolfman called in. The Wolfman. Hey there, Corpse Cast. This here's the Wolfman calling in for the week. <coughs> Excuse me. Easy there, buddy. Uh, last week's show worked out pretty well, I thought. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Did have, don't actually have that much to say about the question of the week, though, this time around, because horror hosts, uh, they are not really my strong suit, I'm afraid. I haven't had the chance to uh, see too many of them, because... Up here in Wisconsin, we just didn't have Isn't that, that in many, Canada? at least not that I knew of. We might have been able to pick up Close. some on a station <laughs> out of Chicago, but even Apparently then, things were a little Cleveland, bit too Ohio. far north to pick most of those up all that reliably. So, I don't have that much I can kick in on it. That's cool, dude. What do you mean? Uh, what happens? As... The real thing that I'm calling in on, though, and this might just get me skinned by some of the folks who oh, are uh, a lot of big shit fans started on the show, this episode. especially you, Mike, so oh, be ready for this one, but I'm thinking I need a little help with the OPEF. Maybe, I'm sure it's just me, it's my preference and all, but while I like what they're doing musically with what I've heard so far... I've been trying to listen to uh, a couple of albums throughout most of the week, and I just can't get that into them personally <laughs> because the, uh, I don't know, I just don't do the growl voice that much, I guess. Um, anyways, maybe you can point me to a few songs that'll be more um, oh, dude, the well, whole damnation understandable, album. or maybe you can explain what the heck it is I'm missing. Check out the whole damnation. We will, we will discuss I, Like open. I said, I like what they're doing with the music, and that sounds good. What a nice good, segue. But, huh? um, sure, absolutely. This I don't is perfect. Know, need a little bit of help with I'm not, it. I'm going to try not to forget to mention the next question Anyways, episode, though, like I have been. Right. Uh, trying to think if there's anything else before I hang up. <laughs> Well, probably not that much worth mentioning if I have to think about it this hard. Nice, dude. So, anyways, I will talk to you for next week's show, and looking forward to when you t- come up with the next one. Awesome, dude. This is the Wolfman, and I'll talk to you later. So there you go. Love you, the Wolfman. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about Opeth, and I'm going to save my retort. 
Oh, you save the retort till when we talk about it. it, it you know, it, it, it's, you're gonna save your retort. I'm, well, just because I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna basically just say why I enjoy it. I'm not gonna be like, listen, Wolfman, you're totally wrong and you're dumb. I'm not gonna say shit like that because I'm above that. Even, even if I think that, if. Oh, I, yeah. if I think that, okay? okay, I'm not gonna mention it. Uh, but awesome, guys! Thanks so much for the voicemails. Um, what's your so so what what's Dude, your experience with horror? I, I'm with Aaron. I'm with Wolfman. I didn't really have anything. I mean, of course, really? Elvira sure. or whatever. But and I can't quite remember his name. But he was a horror host in a movie called Fright Night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the main Peter, guy. Yeah. Uh, what? Peter, I know who you're talking about Peter well, Vincent. Peter Vincent. Yep, that's mine. Absolutely. Uh, Rhonda Shear, of course. Yep. I remember her. Uh, Thriller Theater on Sunday afternoons. Oh, man, back in the day, yeah. but there was no real host on there. So I mean, I was like, well, the Channel Four guy, but no, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I never just, caught any of that, which bums me out, man. Yeah, they played like Carrie and Friday the Thirteenth and all of them right in the middle of the day on Sunday too. It's like <laughs> awesome. Not on the Sabbath. Yeah, can you believe it? <laughs> no, I can't. I got a hell yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, one of my biggest guys, of course, was Joe Bob Briggs because yeah. he did the Monster Vision. I would sneak out at 10 p.m. You know, after I'm supposed to be in bed on a Friday night, I'm a kid. You know, whatnot. I go out there, I check it out. I actually think that lasted until I was a little bit older, so I didn't have to sneak around so much. However. Here's a couple of things. Elvira, number one. A number one. Okay. I love Elvira. I think she's amazing. I mean, and I mean, yeah, sure. She's totally hot and there's no, uh, you know, and I mean, that's, that's great and fine and whatever. And you know, I love the, the hot ladies, but the thing is, the she was edges. so fun, dude. Yeah. She was so fun to watch. Um, in fact, right now, I've kind of started a little bit of a tradition of my own where every, uh, all her, she's, you know, she's, I don't know if she's on TV, normal TV now or what, but on Hulu Plus, there is a bunch of macabre theater. And, uh-huh. um, you know, she, she has those. I've been watching one every Saturday night. You know, oh. whether it's, it's me. I watched Night of the Living Dead with her. Uh, that was actually her comeback. And she did Night of the Living Dead. Ooh. I watch that with my kids and whatnot. And oh my gosh, it's so much fun. But there's one other one that hasn't been mentioned. And actually, I don't know if it's very popular. Um, I can't remember exactly the year, probably 2006, 2007, because it wasn't, let's see, it was, it was before I moved into the house I am now. And we were living up in North Salt Lake. Right. And, uh, there was a little show. Um, that had a host named Ivana Cadaver. Oh, that sounds kind of familiar. A, she, she's kind of a, um, I don't want to say rip off or whatever, but she's raven haired, hot chick, you know, shows yeah, the but I remember job. that. I, yeah, I remember. She, honestly, that she, name. Oh, dude. She did a show that came on at 11 o'clock, 10 or 11 o'clock. I can't remember every Saturday night. And I would sit there and watch it. And the movies she showed her shit, obviously, because they're mostly public domain. Right. You know, and, but I would sit there and watch them with the shittiest ass, shit ass, uh, commercials. Cause it was on like KCSG. Oh, dude. It was, it was on a little channel. I think it was like a college channel from Southern Utah or something like that. KCSG, K, something like that. And it really sucks balls. But I would sit through it and watch it because she was just so fun and she made these horror movies exciting for me, as shitty as they were, you know? And so she's kind of my, she's kind of what got me back into horror hosts and, and she, I don't, she's not on the air. In fact, I met her at Horror Hound two years ago or like in, uh, two, 
everybody there, I, I know. didn't you? Horror Hound's the freaking place. But so I talked to her, and, I, and, and she was saying how she's getting back onto it. And I checked it out today, and it doesn't look like she's really gotten going again. Um, Maybe she will. I hope so, because I really, really thought she was cool. Um, she was really nice to talk to. I really enjoyed her show. But did I her, did her titties look as nice as they ever did? They, you know, they were. I mean, not 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 to be not she's to hold got a women great personality. Yeah. and I really hope she does well. Not not to hold I up women as objects, because I realize. That women are are you are know they're, they're not just they're not just meant to be uh, fapping material. I get that shit. I know. Okay, but no, I'm really stoked about her. I wish she would start some new stuff. I I'm, I mean I've been looking out for it for a long time. Ivana Cadaver, you know, I'm bummed that she's not down. I think it's Ivana-Cadaver.com. But go check it out. I mean, yeah. she's she's great stuff. And, and it's, I'll check it out. I don't know. And it, I don't I'm know. Checking out Doctor Shock. I saw all those videos. Yep, I, I mean, you know. I wish I could have said, yeah, Dr. Shock's my guy, too. But it's like, well, I just saw a bunch of videos. I, just, I actually posted. just watched a movie, and you should check this out. It's on Netflix streaming. It's called American Scary, where it basically it goes through a, just a, the history of a bunch of horror hosts and whatnot. Oh, nice. It's really cool. Um, Elvira's, it, it's more of the smaller guys, more of the regional, like the Midwest and stuff right, like that. Right. It's really cool. Um, but for anybody who has Hulu Plus, go check out Macabre Theater. It's yeah. awesome stuff, man. Um, anyway, that's it. Uh, next question of the episode. I'm remembering. I'm remembering to do it before oh, the end of the episode. Look at you, big boy pants. Have you ever heard of things called the video nasties? Yes, I have. Okay, so we all know that this is a group of movies that that over in the UK, you know, in the 80s and stuff like that, they were on a list that were illegal to, to distribute or whatever in, in the UK. Right. Now, I've been watching quite a few of those movies, okay? Right. And I'm starting to realize that a lot of them are dumb shit movies. Right. And here's the thing. Here, uh, let me just read the question for you. First of all, how many of the video nasties have you seen? What are some of your favorites? What movies did you only watch... Because they were a video nasty. Ooh, that's pretty good. What movies on the video nasty list do you think were only got anyone to watch them because it was on the list? Wow. In my opinion, mo- like like a, a large portion of them, nobody would ever hear of, and they would have gone quietly into the night if they weren't on this list. But anyways, right. call call us in. Um, if there's any other ones you want to check out, the haven't seen yet, let us know. Two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. You got the speak pipe on corpsecollective.com. But other than that, man, I'm getting stoked to talk about some Opeth. What do you Let's say? Let's do it. Well, what do you say we take a do a minute of Opeth and then uh, come back to chat about it? Sweet manners. <laughs>
right, listen up, people. You're about to get opeth to death. Nice. Metal. Opeth.com is where you find this band. We are talking about Blackwater Park. That's right. From 2001. This is their fifth release. Yep. Full length release. And what do they have? They have one, two, three, four, five, six, ten. seven, eight, nine, ten to date. Can you believe it? Yes, I can. From Stockholm, Sweden. We Sweden's huge, baby. Man, those they've got everything going on over there. They don't do. They, they do. Um, the first album that they collaborated with Steve Wilson. Do you know who Steve Wilson is? Uh, is that the guy from uh, Journey? Por- Porcupine that Tree. Was, that was Steve Perry. Dude, listen to I, this. That was a joke. Steve I've Perry never Perry. heard the name Porcupine Tree ever. Oh, you're kidding me. Until I started jamming with, with Porcupine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I talked porcupine about Porcupine Tree, and then all of a sudden, I'm researching this album. And I, and by the way, I'm going to refer to you a lot on this. Okay. Because I was a virgin. Yeah, oh yeah. To Opeth. Yeah, I definitely, I'm a let, let's throw this out there. There's a disclaimer. Uh, I might, I might get a little jizzy because Opeth, I'm a huge fan. Okay. Huge fan. I love them. Uh, so maybe you may not want to take my word for it so much because I'm in love with them. This album was the first album that they had a title for. Before they started recording the album. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, this album was, uh, let's see, released on Music for Nations yep. Records. I've never mm-hmm. heard of that. I think they're gone now, actually. Members of the band, Mikhail Ackerfeldt. Yep, Mikhail Ackerfeldt. Martin Mendez. Yep. Martin Ax- Axenrot. I like that. <laughs> Frederick Akerson and Joachim Svalbard. <laughs> That's actually those are the current members. Yeah, current members of the band for this S- album. Okay. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, I, no, no. Okay, okay. Uh, for this album, it was Mikhail Ackerfeldt, Martin Mendez on bass. Uh, let's see. We have. Um, oh, I have I have them all here. Uh, Peter Lindgren on guitars and Martin Lopez on drums. Right. So there you go. Blackwater Park. That brings to. Let me ask you this. Okay. Is there two singers for the band? No, like, there's Growly, one guy. That's oh, him. That's him. It's funny because, um, I mean, as you get into that, is, is hopefully you, you, uh, hopefully I put together the one minute of Opeth so you get both. The thing is, is it's like, you know, we, we have this guy who can belt out these beautiful, you know, uh, oh, just melodic, to, right. you know, voice and whatnot. And then he goes right in. And in fact, you'll see this. I brought, I brought a, a, a DVD for you. Yes. I saw uh, that. the roundhouse tapes. You'll see that he just changes. And it's funny because people ask him, well, shit, I mean, you're doing both voices and it's like, you know, does it hurt your voice to do the, you to do the growl? It- but he says that it's actually harder to do the clean vocals because I guess what they do is they, 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 they crank up the volume when he's really death growling. That makes you know? sense. So it, that, it really, I mean, that really does make sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I can hear just this little tinge, dude. When I listen to this album, I can hear this RIP, RIP, man. Okay. Chuck Schuldner from Death. Okay. I can, in his growl, I can hear just this little bit of what I remember from back in the day. I, the you know, listen, death. I understand that there's a lot of people, including the Wolfman, that don't, that, that have a hard time with the growl. Now, here's my take on the growl. I personally like the growl, but Opeth, 
they create such like sweeping tunes that yeah. it's like a journey. It's it's almost like a battle between good and evil. Very very atmospheric. Absolutely. Um and and see, I'm the opposite. Okay. I I like either my, you know, singy vocal uh-huh. or I like my death metal vocal. There are not very many bands that can put them together. Well, especially when you get a lot of bands who are like the who have two singers and there's one guy that goes wah, wah! And yeah. then the other guy who sings, it's like, it just seems kind of almost fake. I think he does a very good job. That's cool. even, that's even more impressive to me uh-huh. that he pulls that off as well as he does. Because he does. As, as he, I'm he's listening playing to this, guitar the whole time. See, and that's crazy too. Unbelievable. That's crazy too, because I didn't realize he was playing guitar he is. and doing all that. Yep. So he's the beautiful acoustical guitar player. Or- well, uh, on this album, he and both he, both him and Peter Lindgren are both master guitar players. They, I mean, they really are. And I and I can't tell you who's more skilled, but they both, you know, you can't. There, there, there's very intricate parts that sometimes Michael plays them and sometimes right. Peter plays them, and it just depends on you know what's going on in the tune. The entire band. I mean. You know, it's I'm old school death metal. Right. You got your entombed and your, you know, bands like that, mm-hmm. you know, death. Right. Entombed. And that's all growl. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I like the singing voice. And I don't I don't see very many bands come along where I appreciate. Right. Both the, you know, the styles of vocal the at the same is, time. The thing is, they both, in my opinion, they both sound, a lot of times when they switch off, Part of him just seems kind of silly, you know, but these both seem so sincere when he does it, in my opinion. It's like, he's giving it his all. He's not trying to, he's not trying to like, oh, let's pump him up with the growl and then in the background, let's have a blah, blah guy. No, this guy is actually, I I think he doesn't, I think it plays right into the music very, very well. Yeah. I mean, well, let's, let's lay, I mean, it's unbelievable to me. Oh, yeah. That I'm here. This is their fifth album. Yep. So, and I haven't heard anything else. That is unbelievable. I am going to go and research the befores and the afters. And because- we talked about this a couple of episodes ago where it's like, you know, how do you choose one Opeth ep- uh, album to do on a, on a Corpse Cast episode? It's very difficult. And, the, and it came down to the fact that this is the first album that I heard. That's why we chose it. Because the right. thing is, is I'm not telling you, I'm not saying that this is their best album. I don't know. I'm saying it's an unbelievable album, but I'm saying that, a, that most of their other albums are unbelievable. All of this stuff... From what I can gather, all of this stuff is on Spotify. All of it. They've got 2011's Heritage, mm-hmm. 2008's Watershed, 2005's oh, so Ghost, Ghost Reveries, Re- oh, yeah, 2003 Damnation. Of course, we're talking about 2005's Blackwater Park. Right. But I mean, dude, going through Spotify, there is a shit ton of music from uh, these guys. They've been around since 1990, and they've, I mean, and they've had a shit ton of members of the band. Um, in my opinion, uh, well, not really my opinion. I, I think basically, I mean, from their first album, they have an album called Orchid, which is like, hey, I'm a, a watch what I can do. I'm a, I'm a kick-ass man. I like it, but I don't love it. You start getting in with, you know, their second and third album, My Arms, Your Hearse. You get into Still Life, which is a masterpiece. You get into Blackwater Park, which in my opinion is a masterpiece. See, that's, that's my problem with a lot of progressive metal bands. Okay. Is it's all about the, Look what I can do. Look at how badass or how fast this is or I how totally furious this is or, I totally or, or, or whatever. These guys are, when I say atmospheric, I mean 
This shit is like a soundtrack. Oh, dude. Some of these tunes are like 10 minutes long. I think on this album, what what is there, eight tunes? Yeah. And I think they're at an average of eight and eight and a half minutes or something like that. Yeah. And uh, God, I wrote down the, uh, the damn length of the album is like 64 minutes long. And there's eight songs. And there's eight songs yep. on it. But none of them seem to drag. Here, here's the thing, though. You say, okay, there's eight songs on it, um, and, th- and that's true. But the thing is, is for any other kind of band, I think there's enough uh, songwriting material in that to write 50 songs. Yeah. You know? Oh, I mean? yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I mean, these songs aren't just like, okay, um, opening, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, chorus, we're done. No, I mean, these are big sweeping arrangements. These, these are, yeah. these are, these are pieces of music that take you places. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll tell you something about Open. There, there are very few bands that really hit me emotionally. Alice in yeah. Chains is one of them. Like, I, even right. recently, I heard Black Gives Way to Blue. And by the end of it, man, I'm almost to tears because it's just so gorgeous. Right. You know, and I mean, let's not even talk about dirt and facelift and all this stuff. I, I freaking love it. But Opeth is one of these bands that can take you on this journey. And by the end of this album, oh my gosh, dude, I am like, my, I mean, I'm just like full of emotion, not sad, not ha- just, I just, it affects me. And I don't want to sound all weird. Okay. No, but you love it for what you love it because what it did to you. And here, here's the thing: a lot of bands I'll throw on to have something on in the background. Opeth, you know, and I mean, I'm not just saying this isn't. I mean, I, I don't feel this way about a lot of bands that I love. Opeth is a band that I will throw on, sit back in the lazy chair, close my eyes, and just let wash over me. That is, that is exactly what I would say. Yeah, they are very melodic. There's heavy, they're heavy. It's, you know, progressive. Yeah. It's, you know, you've got this beautiful singing voice and acoustic guitar and you've got this very well done heavy growl. Oh, dude. It's, I mean, it's, it's anyone it's that was into the late eighties, you know, early nineties death metal where it was all growl. Absolutely. There's those voices that you went, man, I love the hell out of that oh, growl. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then there was other singers that were just like, that's lame. This guy, that impresses me even more to know it's just that it's guy. And when you watch and the Roundhouse playing tapes, goddamn guitar at the same time. Now, I I have to admit that there that, that the lead singer is kind of a, a little bit of an egomaniac, but he's for for me it's like okay, well, because I mean you'll see the you'll see the Roundhouse tapes and he'll be like. You know, he doesn't have like this great like relationship with the audience or whatever, but. He, he basically just sits there and he's kind of full, of, he's just kind of business. He goes in there, they start these songs, these sweeping journeys of whatever, and he yeah. does it. He's, he's a masterful musician. All the people in the band, even, I mean, on this album too, especially, I really like Peter Lindgren, who's not a part of the band anymore, but, uh, I saw these guys at Bricks. You remember Bricks? Yeah. A little piece of shit club. Um, and I think a band, what was it? Lacuna Coil opened for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I look in a car, I could give or take or whatever. Um, but so here, so here's the situation. I'm at Bricks. Okay. And Bricks is this tiny little club, which you know, it's a gay bar, right? Uh, Bricks was a gay bar. They do metal shows oh, I early. I didn't know did that. You go, did you go see Opeth early? Like it was an early show? Uh, no, it seemed like normal, but I don't oh. care. I mean, I would, I would go well, see. Well, I'm go not, see I'm a- not saying like, I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just saying <laughs> Bricks was a gay bar. I didn't know that. In fact, I, uh, the only, I saw I, a war there and it was like an early show. Oh yeah. And, uh, 
Odorous comes out and goes, hey, we're Gore, and at 9 o'clock this turns into a gay bar. And then they started playing their set. And oh, are you serious? Yeah, I, did, I didn't know that about Bricks. It's gone. Bricks is long gone by now. Yeah. But I, it just seemed like a normal show. I've only been there a couple of times. And uh, so so here's the deal. I went and saw Opeth. That Bricks is a tiny little place, but it was yeah, it packed is. to the balls. Yeah. And... Um, the, me being a big dude, I mean, I, I, I moved people around, okay? And here's the situation. They have this little wall up, this little fence up, right. which is about probably four feet away from a two-foot stage, which is where they played. Wow. And first of all, let me just mention that uh, the bassist, Mendez, is yeah. such a short little dude that I was still taller than him, even though he had two feet wow. of, uh, of stage. But I sat there on the front row watching these guys play these instruments, watching Michael Ackerfeld switch from the, the growl to the clean. I was blown away. I mean, yeah. I've never, I've never, well, it, it's rare that I get that close so I can see them, yeah. you know, that close working their magic on the fretboard and whatnot. And everybody has that band. Or that experience at a show where you go, what the hell? I watched that. And at that time, I mean, this is probably 2002, 2003. I went and saw Dimu Borger there later, which was awesome because they're all a bunch of short little guys too. Right. But so <clears throat> I go see these guys, you know, and at that point in time, I thought I was still pretty hot shit on the guitar. I watched oh. those guys play and man, I was like, wow. I, it sounds like another I'm video a we got to post on the, uh, on the old corpse cast well, group is a little bit of, little bit of you my, on the guitar. Mikey guitar. I could, I could do it. Um, the, all I'm saying is, is that they, they basically, watching that, I realized how, how uh, shitty I was at guitar. It was a come to God moment for you. Yo, dude. Everybody well, has that band or that moment. And okay. So here's the thing too is in two, in the year 2000, I moved to to his house, okay? And in this house, we set up this... I, I It was awesome because we didn't have kids yet. I just got married. And I set up this awesome stereo, okay? Now, I bring home an album called... Uh, oh, shoot. This is... Actually, this was later because Blackwater Park was the first one. So we're still there. But I bring home this album called Blackwater Park. I turn it on. It envelops me, man. Right. And I'm, all I'm saying is, is I'm listening to this blown away. Yeah. This was this was an emotional experience for me. I mean, I don't want to sound too weird or whatever. No, you don't sound weird. It's your it's your it's when you fall in love with music. That it's night, when you, when you went, wow. You know, man. to be honest with you, I can't even remember why I purchased that album, but I still was buying CDs and all sorts of stuff. Right. Because this album, what came out in what two thousand two thousand five two thousand one? No, this came out in two thousand one. Two thousand five was Ghost Reveries. Two, okay. Oh, two thousand three was Damnations. Okay. So this is 2001. So this is pretty close to when we moved in. That night, I went out and I picked up Still Life, My Arms, Your Hers, Morning Rise, and Orchid. And I, and for every album, except Orchid, I was still a little wishy-washy, and I right. saw him to this day. But I turned on this one. I turned on Still Life. And it's like, dude, you have to listen to Still Life because- Oh, and I will. Oh, my gosh. It is unbelievable. It's Like I said, it's hard for me to choose a favorite album. Um, but- Every, with with all these albums, I was so blown away. I didn't listen to anything for years, for probably two or three years, except for Opeth's albums, all the way up, you know, uh, you know, until Deliverance and Damnation came out in two thousand two, two thousand three. And I remember where I worked at. A, I worked at IBM downtown. Right. I'm just rocking, dude. 
And it's just like you are on fire, dude. I'm no, looking I'm at you. You're you. just like, oh man, you're I, having a. I'm you're having, telling you, dude. This, someone's got to pull the rattlesnakes out of the box so you can go. All I'm saying is, this band made such an impact on me with every new album that came out. Um, the uh, you know, in I'll, I'll be honest with you, the last time that well, I'm not saying Watershed and Heritage were bad, but the last time that um. Uh, I really felt like, oh, it just touched me, man, was when Ghost Reveries came out. I listened to that, and there's a, oh, man, there's a song called Bang of the Hounds, and I just, my, I just was like, I was just dead. I was dead in the water, baby. I was listening to this going, I'm going to check that shit out. Take me. You have me. That is, that is good music. When it's like, I am bought and sold, man. Oh, you know. Faith No More bands like oh, that oh, did that dude. to me where it was just Ain't, like... When I got Angel Dust, I felt the same way. I felt the same way. Absolutely. Let me ask you this about... I, okay, I'm, as I'm doing research, it okay. says associated bands. Okay. Now, I've heard of Catatonia. Yep. Uh, Bloodbath, Porcupine Tree. Bloodbath is actually a, ba- a, a different band that Mike Acker felt... Okay, it's a side project. So it is. So yes. these are all members of the bands. That, more, more or less, not all. It's just a side project. And Storm uh, Corrosion. I don't. I've, I've never, never heard, heard of them, them, but that's a badass. Name. That's a good name, but I've I've not heard of them either. Storm. I wonder Corrosion. if Bloodbaths on Spotify because I haven't got into them, which is shocking. I'll, I'll tell you what, though, man. I I mean, I listen to a shit ton of Opeth, and I don't know. It, to me, it's hard to beat, man. You know what? I mean. Here, here's my thoughts on it. I mean, this band you really have to listen to, and it's not because an easy I, listen. I do not think that the five times that I listened to it, right, was enough. I don't. Think every it is time either. I listened to it again, I heard a little something else that I went, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the last thing to come to me is the lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah. But then I start, you know, by the fifth time, I'm hearing like these juicy little nugs that he's saying vocally. Yeah. That I'm going, oh, I totally you know just thought he was doing a scream there or whatever you know or you know um these guys are dramatic very atmospheric oh yeah uh, creepy heavy solid wall of sound there's no doubt about it every single guy in that band knows what the hell they're they are musicians and that's the bottom line and that is solid i mean solid players oh yeah that the drummer was blowing my mind oh yeah sometimes i would just kind of zone out just listen to the drums going holy shit do me a favor listen to listen to a, uh, the album called deliverance and the song called deliverance there there was an ending part of that uh with a, some weird timing and, and some awesome stuff that drums you'll just go holy shit this is some badass stuff yeah dude I, amazing interludes oh yeah some of the, some of those little breakdowns the way the album starts where you just hear this like oh yeah yep Dude, Dude, let me me tell you though, or let me ask you. I mean, it's like, it's amazing where these songs take me. You know, it's like they start a certain way and then they almost abandon that stuff to do a whole nother arrangement in the middle and then they come back or, or whatever. You're just like, Oh, that's right. The, 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 the the beautiful part about this band and what's horrible about a lot of bands Mm -hmm. is they can't make that change. No. And that's true. If I've heard a thousand bands that have an acoustic little bit that they have to just go, fuck it, stop here and go heavy. <laughs> right. Because right, right, there's right. no, they, they can't figure out. I right. guess that's progressive, like metal, progressive death metal for you. Sure. Is they go, 
well, we can do this because every bridge, every break, every keyboard, every every little bit of the way they roll you up and down oh, over the hills. It's very dynamic. It's, it's it, solid. It takes you up and down and up and down. It's funny because I was explaining it to somebody one time. It's like, uh, and, and I was talking specifically, I can't remember exactly, but it was a song on, on uh, Still Life. It's like, I was explaining the song as if it were, okay, so you have this knight that's going to go take out this dragon. Right. Okay. Now you have the beginning of it where he's preparing for it. You have the accolades and all the, right. the cheering and stuff like that. You have the battle and then you have the end after it's d- said and done, you know, and all that stuff. And it's like, and I'm not saying that's what the song's about, but what I'm saying is, is it's that kind, it, it's telling a story in the mood and the dynamicism of the songs. Is dynamicism a word? Whatever. You know, <laughs> like some of those songs that are like 10 minutes long, no. it was hard for me, like, because I roll my iPod up my sleeve and I'm just, I'm just listening to the whole thing. Yeah. So it's like, when does it end? When does it start? Yep. The atmosphere through this entire album is solid oh, dude. all the way through. Without to a- where you're going, wait a minute. You know, depending on your iPod, I don't know if it gives you a note going, bang, that's the end of the song. Here's the next one. <laughs> right. Mine doesn't. It's just like, just, okay, where does it start? Where does it stop? It's where epic, it, dude. You know? It's a journey. That like being said. said, I will say this. There was a couple of parts on the on the the soft vocal mm-hmm. where i was kind of like i i don't know if i'm digging it and then he would hit this like weird tone in it in, in his voice uh-huh. and i'd go oh that's fucking you know badass. i do i do think something i there, there's one thing there are a couple of spots on this album and there and, and it's throughout their um throughout their discography as well uh but i think that they what they do is they will they will play a part that just sets up the next part. Right. And they'll sit there and, and they'll and they'll take you through this thing. They'll say, okay, here's Which what we're doing. Fine. Here's what we're doing. All of a sudden, boom. There's a song on an album called My Arms, Your Hearse called April Ethereal. Okay. And there's right. and basically what it does is it sits there and it plays this part a little over and over, you know, and it's like, it, it, you know, it reminds me of a little bit of the, uh, like a kind of an, a Native American type vibe or whatever. Right. I don't know. That's what I get out of it. Nobody else that's ever heard it gets it. But then all of a sudden it's like, okay, so we're done there. We're, we're, we're kind of chilling out. Then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. And because of what we've experienced right before it, this boom, is like mind blowing. Nice. And it's, I mean, seriously, the rain was waving goodbye. Yeah. And it's just like, holy shit. Dude, my I, mind is blown. I, so, I enjoyed this, this album. Dude, you've got to check but out. But I will say this to anyone out there that is listening to this, this review right now. Mm-hmm. This is a very atmospheric thing. You've got to be in the mood to listen to this album. It's this is not a taking care of business. No, you it's know, not. This is a you've got to. It's not. You've like got I to said. sit back, focus. It's and listen. not an easy listen. It's not. Hi, we're gonna we're we're gonna give you what you expect. It's gonna be right. poppy. It's gonna be really easy to listen to. It's not that. Right. What it is, you've got to be in a mood. You you've to got hear to be this. willing to let it roll over you and experience it. And listen, right. I mean, I don't know if I'm sounding like really lame, but that's that's Opeth to me. Opeth, I listen to like I mean, I was I I mentioned it on the Facebook today, but it's like uh, there there I was listening to a song uh, off this album, and uh, it was called uh, the Drapery Falls. Okay. 
I'm sitting there listening to it. That's one of my faves. I start. I'm, I'm, I'm in my office. I'm rocking it. And it's just, it's coming over me. I'm still reading everything. I'm like, I gotta, I was looking up how, how to fix a certain bug in some software and whatnot. Right. I'm like, so I'm Googling. Shit. So I'm looking at it, but then this song comes on and I'm just like, you know, you know, just kind of going in my, I'm doing air drums. I'm doing guitar. You're having a little party I, in the well, office. The thing is, is it's just like, it, it just hits you and it takes me over. Right. Well, I, uh, somebody knocked on the door. I turn around. There's three dudes laughing at me looking in like the door window and whatnot. But listen, I'm not ashamed, man. I mean, you this, don't this have is to what be. it does to you. This it's is what, what you it do does at a concert, man. You oh. let your, you let your, and let it you wash let your balls you. hang. Absolutely. You rock out on the front row. Without you a tit if there's a girl that's <laughs> randomly by you. That, that happens you know, to not be checking out. out floor tiles at the exactly. moment and whatnot. Well, you know, you so. just grab a tit or, you know, if she's stage diving or whatever, you just kind of give a squeeze or it, whatever. It's, it's an emotional experience to me. And, I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to be that to everybody, but it is to me. And, it and, you know, and it has been for a very long time. So there you go. That's my it. my uh, faves on the album and it was pretty solid all the way through yeah it's hard to pick faves um the 10 minute opus at the very beginning oh uh, the leper, leper affinity. affinity yep that was great oh, the dude. drapery falls uh the funeral portrait uh blackwater park the whole album i enjoyed i oh, mean yeah. I, 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 I hear you I, with 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 all confidence i have to say this is an album you should buy oh without dude. a doubt but I will put the caveat in there that this is a atmospheric. This is a you've got to be in the mood to it's, listen to it. It's this not, is not, not your normal pop album, you know. Yeah, this. I is mean, not there's even a lot of metal. Your bands. car and 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 roll. Yeah, I mean, you're not maybe gonna, for you, but well, no, for a lot I can of people, do that. I would say I can do that. But the thing is, not. is, is you're not going to be you're not going to be driving down the street and you you're not going to be looking at your friends going. Take a ride on the wild side or exactly. something like that. You're not going to be well, just like and, singing and having a good time. Hey, I am a huge fan of typo negative. Oh, but yeah. There's just some stuff that you're just like, you've got to be in the mood for it. No doubt. No you doubt know? at all. And this is one of those albums, but it's worth every minute that you uh, put into it. Oh, I mean, I give this, I give this album a, a bone saw along with most of their albums. I mean, without wow. a doubt. So, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to investigate because I was telling you before we started podcasting that. You know, I mean, I, I had to go to work today. I'm driving my truck and I, I got to go through. We've got this mountainous right. ranges all over through Utah. Right. So I'm driving up these freeways through the mountains and I'm listening to this album and I'm just going, fuck, this just <laughs> is perfect. Oh yeah. Dude. You know, and you're, oh, yeah. it may, it almost made me appreciate the scenery that I kind of, you know, <laughs> zone out. Well, Cause go, you're so used to it, right? Whatever, yeah. You know, and then you're kind of looking around like, God, man. This you know, is some this is some deep shit. It's it's a solid buy for me, okay. and I will check out everything. You need else. you need to do it because honestly, I I do agree with you with the fact that okay, so you've only listened to it five times. I the more you listen to this, I really feel like the more you'll get into it. Every um, every single time I listen to the album, I mean, and I enjoyed it that first go. Right. Okay. But. Every time I listened to it, I kind of went, Ooh, I really like that tune, or I like that little bit, or I, or, you know, like, like I said, with his vocal, with his soft vocal, I loved his heavy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His soft vocal had to grow on me a little bit. Okay. But right. every time that I listened to the songs, he, you know, I'd hear these little things that he would do with his voice, or I don't even know if it was like with the notes of the, instruments or whatever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i was like that's pretty badass so his his soft vocal grew on me right like nothing 
you know. And then I was like totally impressed to find out just now that yeah. it's the same guy, same dude. And and like I said, you'll wa- you'll watch this uh, roundhouse tapes, and you'll and, and you watch them play their instruments. You watch what they're going through. It's amazing. Even you know what? And he's probably one of the uh, Martin. What was his name? Mendez has is one of the best bassists like ever. The whole band, oh, dude, dude. is so solid, unbelievable. But. but one thing I was going to say about Mendez, the bass player, mm-hmm. is that, you know, a lot of music, the bass follows the guitar. Right. And this guy is just doing all this shit that is all watch, over Watch the him play, dude. I promise. Watch him play, and you'll be like... And they're going... I mean, you've got your Les Claypools, and maybe he's not yeah. a Les Claypool. No. But he's better than that. Well, no, no, no. Well, Les Claypool in the in his bands and the in the you know in Primus and the other stuff that he does is more of a you know upfront type of high. We're 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 right. we're going to spotlight the bass. Whereas Martin Mendez is um is it Martin Mendez? Oh my gosh, I I, I know the drummer's name. I, I get him mixed. Yeah, up. it's Martin Mendez. Yep, and you're, then Martin Axrot. It's Martin Mendez, and the Axenrot. and the drummer was oh my gosh. Uh, let's see. How, how come I, how come I, Martin Lopez? So, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's both, uh, Martin. So that's why I was getting confused, but you'll watch him and it's, it's, it's not the, the prime. It's not the thing in the spotlight, but if you listen to it, you'll be blown away. Hey, I got a guy for you. Okay. I can't even remember his goddamn name. Okay. But he played for a little band called Judas Priest. And he always oh, hid yeah, in the yeah. dust. Oh, that's he right. He always yeah. hid right back there. KK and Glenn, yep. they were rocking. Rob Halford was slapping asses and <laughs> playing tickle butt. Being awesome. Who cares? He's awesome. And right back there. And same thing with ACDC, man. Yep. Absolutely. The rhythm section just sat back and said, dude, we're just bringing the power. And that's, and that's what this guy does. And I, he excels and all of them do. I think they're all, like I said, they're all huge. Uh, very talented musicians at every spot. There's not one place where they're lacking. No, there's Anyways. there's no there's no like uh, oopsie doodles or oh I didn't uh, really I didn't really dig that. I mean for me I didn't really there was no parts where I went oh I don't really dig that riff they're playing right. or whatever. And it was amazing to me how it just flowed up and down oh, and all over the dynamic. Place. I love it. Dynamics. I love that. Yep. Yep. There you go. Is that Bones a word? Dynamic. Me. Yep. Dynamic. <laughs> that is a good word. Yep, there you go. It's a buy for okay. me. Bonesaw for me. Bonesaw, no doubt. I promise you, you listen to this another five times, it'll be a bonesaw. I will. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slap a couple. Keep it going. Albums. Check out. If I were you, next, check out Still Life, Ghost Reveries, Deliverance, Damnation. Uh, Damnation is actually an all kind of softer type of deal. Right. Where, and it's, it's unbelievable. So I mean, there I, you go. I'll check it out. I'm, I, I don't know how I feel about any album that's just all. Soft, Dude, trust me. Trust me. Maybe trust you me. are right. Uh, of course I'm right. Of course I am. <laughs> of course you are. Awesome. All right. So there you go. That's uh, that, that's sure my weenie the poop. By the way, I'm still kind of bummed that I missed uh, Opeth Mastodon and Ghost. They came oh, yeah, to Denver and they came to Vegas and we missed both of them. But whatever. Yeah, well, here's our little message to Ghost. And I love Mastodon, too. Oh, yeah. We should touch on Let's do it. little Mastodon. Yeah, that's up to you, man. Ghost. Mastodon, Opeth, I'm going to go ahead and say, fuck you for not coming to Utah. Because that's horse shit. Dude. That is horse shit. I would have gone to Vegas. You go to Colorado. You go to Denver. You go to Denver. What has Denver Vegas. got that we don't got? Yeah, you guys are a bunch of pieces of shit. I, I lived in Denver for a couple of years, man. They don't got anything that we don't got. Exactly. All right. All right. Sweet so dude. So fuck you guys. <laughs> okay. Do you got anything else? And or call us. Or should- <laughs> 
<laughs> in, Call in. Because we're really, yeah, sure. Wouldn't that be cool if Papa uh, Michael Ackerfeld, Papa Ebronimus, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. from, called from uh, Ghost, yeah. That'd be awesome as <laughs> shit, dude. That would be it? so cool. He'd be like, oh, uh, followers in Salt Lake City, we love you. Followers in Salt Lake City. <laughs> um, dude, I don't really have any notes because we talked about Sweden so many times. Well, dude, I've just all over this place. Ghost I- is from Sweden. Yeah, they are. Swedish meatballs. All women are the hot su- in Sweden. The, the, the Swedish chef, Jürgen Bergen. Shark and Turk and Turk. Exactly. There you, you go. Know, um, Sweden, Stockholm. Baby. Go there, you know, or not, or never. They're doing fairly shitty in the uh, Euro Cup, as far so, as I know right now. So, see ya. Sorry. All right. <laughs> F you. Sorry. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, come back to talk about Night of the Demons 2, if I can get rid of this boner from Opeth. For too long, your nights have been empty. You've waited alone in the dark for the very last time. Angela is inviting you back to Hull House. Oh, Angela, your party guests are here. To celebrate her homecoming party. And raise a little hell. Night of the Demons 2. All I'm saying is Shane and I just got done listening to April Ethereal, and yeah, I'm still I'm still like kind of trying to come down off that man. The hairs on your back, oh. all uh, Opeth million of them. I'm sorry, Wolfman. Opeth does that to me. All yeah. right, April. You are you are a fan? It's all of- on Spotify. Go check it out. You're gonna have to listen to it a bunch of times. I ha- I do admit that because right. it's not easy digestible you know it's not like in bite-sized pieces man you, right. you've got to you got to you got to be there anyhow okay so for the second week in a row we're going to be mainly talking about a part two in a series that we didn't talk about the part one of yeah what the hell's up with i don't that? i don't know my problem is last week wreck two this week night of the demons two um have you ever seen night of the demons You're just like twos uh, well i like i like the originals as well no i have never seen night of the demons so, so i was wondering why in the fuck are we doing i'll night I'll, t- of the I'll, demons I'll tell you why the reason we did night of the demons two is because sam and i on the cadaver lab did night of the demons one which by the way is an unbelievable movie here, I'll give you a quick, I'll give you a quick rundown of it, okay? Okay. A bunch of partying teenagers go up to a whole house, mm-hmm. and uh, Angel's there, and she freaking, oh, uh, actually, what happens is, uh, you know, they're, you know, you know sex. how we have the crematorium and shit, yeah, they start having sex, you see some, some of the hottest Asian titty I ever saw in my oh. life, in, in number one, and you get Linnea Quigley putting some lipstick in her boobie, and, yeah. and freaking out, it's awesome, you see her, uh, Oh, dude! It's, it's all about it's the lipstick. I'll, oh, yeah, and, that, and I was gonna say it comes back in in Night of the Demons it too. All comes back to but you. Night of the Demons itself is an epic of sleazy, crappy '80s horror movies, which I love. Uh huh. And sure. Night, Night of the Demons too. I feel like picks right up after it. But I digress. Let's go ahead and get into this. What do you say? Sounds good. All right, so we're going to be talking about Night of the Demons 2, uh, 1994, which, like I mentioned before, makes me feel old as shit. Uh, IMDb gave this a 5.8. 
Uh, Brian Trenchard Smith, like uh, Johnny Krug mentioned, directed this. He did uh, Leprechaun three and four, Megiddo, the Poop. Omega, the Omega Code Part Two, which stars uh, Michael Seaver from uh, Growing Pains. So but, this is his best movie. Uh, well, he also did Dead in Driving, which is all right too. But in my opinion, this is this is his best movie. Okay. Uh, without a doubt, uh, it was written by the screenplay and the story was, were both written by Joe Augustine. Um, this stars a bunch of folks. I wanted to mention real quick that some of these high school kids were actually in their uh, high twenties or even thirties yeah, <laughs> when they when possibly. they did this. But you know, it all takes place at a board, a Catholic boarding school, and whatnot, and you know, who knows? I mean, maybe maybe Hot there's some coeds. Oh shit, yeah, buddy. Um, it starred Amelia Kincaid as Angela, reprising her role. Uh, Christy Harris as BB, who, who, by the way, starred Star movie starred in uh, in movies uh, such as Lurid Tales, Castle Queen. Does she got a Twitter? I don't know, but I'll tell you what, she did a lot of that soft core like drama and other stuff like that. She's not ugly. I'll, that's all I will say. No. Uh, it starred uh, Darren Herms, at, or sorry, Heems as Z Boy, Christine Taylor as Marsha Brady. Marsha, Marsha, that's where I knew her from. She, she, she didn't play Marsha, but she, but her name's Marsha in the movie. Uh, yeah, well, what Do, you, the the dude with the skull mask calls, calls her Marsha. Yep, you're right. You're right yeah. about that. Um, and you know she's Ben Stiller's girlfriend, or else she once was, or whatever. Oh, that's right. But she, you know what? It's funny because she plays kind of a stuck-up uh, high school bitch in this, like a blonde, beautiful, like whatever. she is in real life. Well, she played the same exact character in a movie called The Craft. Did you ever see that? Don't tell me you never saw The Craft. No, we're adding The Craft to the thing. I really like The Craft. Okay, haters gonna hate, but I like The Craft. All right. Never saw it. Uh, let's see. It also uh, starred Robert James Perry. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Merle Kennedy is Mouse slash Melissa Franklin um, and a bunch of other guys. Uh, one thing that I do need to mention is that... Did Why did z or Z-Boy get higher ranking than mouse or anything. I, I think it's because he started in some other 90s stuff. And I'll tell you why. I think I'll tell you why it was. Because you remember in the 90s when, when and I don't know if this was you, but this was me, where you had long hair on the top and you oh, shaved the sides. I wanted to punch that guy in the face. The minute I saw him in the movie, I went, God, please let him be punched to death. <laughs> but he had that haircut, huh? Yeah. Didn't he? That, I had that haircut, okay? Yeah. I'm telling you what. Uh... That was that was in in ninety four like, when I did was. Did you do it up like boys to men, like real no, high, shit, like kid, no. kid and play? I probably had it down to my shoulders, but it was. But you know, it's going from the top. You know, the the irony of that whole thing is in high school I had the haircut that I couldn't physically pull off today because I'm totally bald on the top. So right. I just, you you know, just got that. I uh, could do the completely opposite got, of it. You got the Gallagher going. It's on funny because I told my wife that. Listen, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to grow out the sides and just wear a hat every day of my life so I look awesome. But then I'm going to make dreadlocks, and then I'm going to look like the Predator. Yeah. And but, ironically, you were wearing kind of a Gallagher hat in that picture I took that's in the group that you can go to and with join the group. That's right, with, with the hat, with the if Gallagher you had that hat. that big old nasty, sweaty hair hanging yeah. down in the back. <laughs> that would be awesome, dude. Shaking sweat and grease on uh, and I'll tell you Every what. Every time you turn your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, the party. Shit yeah. would be flying off. That you could, okay, awesome, dude. Uh, okay, so let's get into the plot here real quick. 
Uh, we get an opening scene, first of all, where Angela takes care of a couple of Christian missionaries sharing the good news. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then, anyway, so uh, I just wanted to mention that uh, I, I just think it's funny that they called it the good news. Whatever. There's one scene that I want you to notice when you watch this movie, and it's in the spreading the good news. Look right. at his teeth when he's at the door. Who? The dude? The, the guy. That's okay. With the girl. Okay. Because the front. Two or four are white, but if you look, they're brown as shit. I did on the not side. notice yeah. that. No, just you know, just a point of notice, do you point think of he, entry. Do you think he like smokes out of the side of his mouth? Or I don't know, but I was just like, what the hell's up with the brown teeth? I, I didn't even it's notice like he it. Brushed him for that scene or something, but just I don't know. <laughs> no, had a chocolate bar or something. I'm gonna have to check that out again because this is definitely worth watching again. Spoiler. Anyway, okay, so. Uh, what we got is we got a Catholic boarding school. Um, first of all, we, 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 we have the two, the two quote unquote dorms. We have the, the ladies walking around with their tops off and we have the dudes in their BVDs, you know, and, the, yeah. and all that shit. So we got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of skin. Going and isn't on. that always the way it is with those movies where somehow they're in the Catholic church right. or whatever, uh-huh. but they, they, you know, the church itself doesn't go, Hey, wait a minute. I think if they had a pair of binoculars, <laughs> they could look in on all those naked ladies Listen, over there. Let, let, you know what? Let's not look into that. Let's just count ourselves fortunate that they not only had those binoculars, but number two, they yes. set up the dorms well, I'm in gonna, such a I'm way. I'm going to say amen on that. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, okay. So, you know, first of all, we got... We got up, uh, you know, we, we just kind of have the same setup. We get, you know, a bunch of dudes, a bunch of girls in this high school. Um, a group of the girls the first night decided to stay up and tell scary stories. And by the way, these are hot ladies, all hot ladies. All. Telling these urban legends of a lady called Angela and a house called Whole House. You know, they're laughing and mocking. You know, you know how you, what you do with like, Urban legends and shit like that. You grab at each other's titties and go <laughs> in, 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 in doing uh, topless pillow fights. Actually, yeah. that's not part of a movie, but that's that's what I fap to in this first. Listen, I needed to hurry and fap so I could watch the rest of this movie. You know, with a clear head. Anyhow, basically, what we got is uh, we they're, they're basically talking about the the urban legend of Angela and Whole House, and you know how she's died but she's been possessed and she's a demon and and this and that and we also uh you know kind of get introduced to some of the, pardon me i got the hiccups we we have uh we're introduced to some of the characters we have some girls that are kind of bullies because they're like totally hot and then we have mouse yeah who we actually find out is the sister of angela who is told to be you know who, who coincidence the, i think not buddy i really wow yeah Anyhow, she's just an itty bitty widow little girl. She's, and she, you know what? The funny thing is, let me ask you something. Okay, All so right. we have Mouse in this, yeah. and I don't mean to get off on a tangent this okay. early, but we have a Mouse who has a shitty haircut. But you take that shitty haircut away, and she's banging. She's not bad, but no. you know what I thought of? I what? thought of uh, God with that haircut. I thought of Patty Duke. Oh, dude, don't talk to me about Patty Duke. That's fat material. Mm-hmm. All day long. you wet. 
The ballet roost and crepe Suzette, but <laughs> Patty likes to rock and roll. A hot dog makes her lose control. Uh, obviously, what a crazy pair. Obviously, you've seen Nick at night. Yeah, I okay. Love I love that. Too. Yeah, but she had that little flippity oh, haircut. Yeah, I didn't like the really short, super short bangs. Yeah. It was just really weird. But they kind of make her into this, uh, you know, the, the, I guess the, uh, the receiver of all the bullies, you right, know, whatever, right, because right. these are all these gorgeous ladies, you know, we ugh, totally hot. Anyway, so uh, of course, is the same thing that's going on in this. Uh, this the, what's going on in this movie is the same thing that goes on in a lot of other high school movies. There's a big dance, you know, coming up that night. Yeah, all right, it's always um, right there. You know, and we've got. It's funny because, of course, we have a Catholic Catholic school. We've got a kind of a kind of a hard ass nun. You know, the, she was awesome. Oh, dude, the nun was was amazing. And we also have this kind of cool priest. It's like friends of the of and the he kids. Looked familiar, and, dude. I you know I didn't I, I I've never I don't know if I've met, uh, if I recognized him. I don't know if I've ever seen him in a movie, but he looked familiar as hell. It, well, okay. So, well, here, here's the deal. One funny thing I thought was uh, that all the dudes in the dorm room kind of mirrored the personalities of the chicks in the dorm room. Yeah. So it was like, okay, you had the cool dudes and then the bully. Or, you know, they were bullies. And then you had, like, the nerd. And the girls yeah. we mentioned, it was a hot chicks and mouse. And then in the in the dude's dorm room was all the cool dudes. And then Perry. Yeah, Perry now, Perry, like- is he, I think he was the... The kid that he reminded me of the kid that was in the great jumping frog of Calaveras County. You ever see that? No. I don't know if that was him or not, but he, you know, he's kind of a, he's, he's kind of a nerd. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> Look it up. It's a Mark Twain story, brother. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, so we have this kid named Perry who's totally into, you know, he, he's a nerd. He's, he's, uh, which by the way, in 94, apparently it wasn't cool, but nerds now are totally sweet action. Hell okay. yeah. Uh, he was really into demonology, you know, kind of going past just the, the regular, um, you know, teachings of the Catholic Church and really getting into stuff like demonology and stuff like that, which is really, you know, I probably would have been the same thing too, uh, had I been at a boarding right, school. Right. The priest is teaching the class and he's Mr. Ow, 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 Mr. Oh, yeah. Carter. Ow. Exactly. You know, he's going, but what about the demons and this and that? And the priest is going, come on, you. Dummy, just yeah, you don't need to know about demons. You just need to follow the Ten Commandments yeah. and shit like that. Uh, okay, so um, what happens? We mentioned the dance. Uh, you know, and I, I'm just going to gloss over this. I mean, it's not like the story is very deep because it, it, this movie, uh, like a lot of 80s kind of uh, sleazy uh, fare, it wasn't all about the story. Um, anyway, basically what happens is a bunch of the guys dick around uh, and and a bunch of the girls stick around, so they all get banned from going to the dance. You know, so right. so what are they going to do, man? They still need a party. They still need a, to get their party on. And since they can't do it at the at the lame uh, Catholic school dance, what they're going to do is they're going to take this party up to Whole House. That's what you do, <laughs> but. For some reason, they decide the chicks decided to take Mouse because uh, whatever. And there's also we also are introduced to a guy named Rick. I let's, think what, let, let's talk about Shirley for a minute. Okay. Okay. So when you you meet Marsha, 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 right, okay. you meet Mouse, you meet BB, right, right, right. You meet Shirley. This chick got uglier throughout the movie. Well, me? she did, dude. It, it, I mean, but but I mean, not not even going. I mean, I'm talking real time. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about... Do you about- know that 
out of all the chicks in this besides BB, Shirley was in a lot of stuff where she was super hot. But like, I mean, I in mean, this I, movie, I agree. With and you. I'm not even jumping your gun on what will happen in the movie. I'm just talking about from scene to scene up until things no, I agree got going. I was like, something's is she aged forty years? Here, I don't here's know. the thing. She, she here's got the uglier thing. from that from that campfire scene right. to where they're smoking, and the nun doesn't seem to see that they're smoking, but overhears them talking <laughs> shit on mouse for right, whatever right, reason. Right, right, right. I'm like, man, Dude, she here, here's ugly. Here's what I think happened. Okay. Is that she, we find out through, you know, some exposition in the story that she's not a very good person on the inside. Oh. And that affected how you saw her on the outside. Oh, see, I thought I was just being, you know, like uh, <laughs> lame and no. just, uh, what do you call that? No. Uh, listen, it's more important to be beautiful on the inside. Yeah. Okay. It's oh. more important to be beautiful. On, listen. That's what I go on, okay? okay? As long as I'm beautiful on the inside, I don't give a shit what okay. else happens. All right. Uh, okay, so basically what happens is on the night of the dance, they're all uh, forbidden to go to this awesome you know, Catholic dance. So they all head up there. Uh, let's see, we have a head count. We have Rick, who is uh, kind of a, an older dude. He's graduated high school, but he has a car, so there you go. He's, he's invited. We have Johnny. We have Kurt. We have Terry. We have BB. We have Mouse, who isn't too excited about this whole deal. Um, we have, we have, uh, Shirley and, uh, we actually have, uh, you know, and then we have, you know, we, we get other characters involved later on. We, you know, uh, Perry actually doesn't make it until later, but in essence, what's going on is they go up to this party, uh, at the whole house and they don't waste any time making Angela or quote unquote, the demon escape from the crematorium. Dude, let's talk about Rick. Is his name Rick? Uh huh. What a fantastic job did he do decorating his car. Oh, dude. That guy was all about Halloween. Let me tell you he something. He had the skull mask. He had the, like, paper mache. He did. Ghosts in the window. He had a bunch of, like, off the back. Well, and he had, like, a little what you would what you would expect in kind of old-time funeral, like little bobs coming from his car. I don't know what you I call I just don't picture things. a guy like him that's going, come on, babe, let's fucking go, and shit, like, <laughs> Taking the time to decorate his car, but he's into I mean, his car, man. What are you good. Do? That was a sweet car. Listen, I I actually told my wife this last week. I was looking up uh, hearses, and I'm oh, like, dude, yeah, you could buy I a pretty solid that. hearse for pretty cheap. She's like, yeah. And I told her, I said, uh, she goes, uh, listen, I don't care if you buy a hearse as long as we can all fit as a family in there. I said, we can all fit horizontally. Uh. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, but I actually still I still want to buy a hearse. Wouldn't that be badass? Anyways, tell her tell her that's fine. We'll uh-huh. we'll buy the hearse. We'll fit the family in. But right. the only band that plays is Opeth. Oh, dude, don't even get me restarted on Opeth. Take the kids up to the I fucking could, cemetery in that. Oh yeah, did you see with Opeth? By the way, did you see my picture yeah. of? Uh, Oh yeah, so it, you Your know kids what? Kids listening in on the mausoleum, you sick bastard! It's great because I t- I take the boys to uh, God. We're going on tangents. Dude, like you it's are you are job. going off the rails with this whole thing, dude. Dude, well, you're, 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 dude, <laughs> what, you want to buy a fucking hearse? I do. I you do. Take want your to kids up to a mausoleum so they can poke their ears up against the damn thing. Well, listen, you know you're dry. I was taking them What's to the library, man. 
I'm taken to the library, and they're like, hey, and of Daddy, course you're looking you up like story? demonic books or now, they find the Necronomicon. Are you serious? I go and I pick up. I think I picked up a bear in the big blue house and some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and cartoons. That, that book and you just talked books. about about Freddy Frog and the and the Mark Twain. At, oh yeah, right the Calaveras right. County. Show. <laughs> no, but you know, listen. I mean, you're, you're, you, they'd say, "Hey, Dad, you know, we have a we have a 15 minute drive. Why don't you tell us the story?" So I basically told him, "Hey, listen." Do they say that though? Hey, Dad, we've got a 15 minute drive. No, they don't. Oh. They don't say. So I told him a story about uh, how vampires lives in mausoleums, and if you get close enough, you can hear them snoring. And I scared the shit out of him. What are you gonna do? That's pretty awesome. That, th- I'll tell you what. All the it, it makes watching all the the bear in the big blue house and all that stupid shit. It makes it worth it, dude. Exactly. Because you 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 get up there, they put their ears against the door you scream they set the land speed record (laughs) running away (laughs) and then they don't sleep all night but your wife has to deal with that and i'm not i'm not saying it's not awesome i'm just saying you telling the (laughs) wife the hearse the mausoleum put your ear on the mausoleum i would love to drive a hearse in fact i would love to drive a hearse down to days of the dead in la in 2013 dude we (laughs) that would be pretty fun dude all right back, back to it back to it dude Okay, so like I said, they don't waste any time making Angela escape. Uh, basically, sh- uh, what's her name? Uh, not Cheryl. Shirley paints, you know, a pentagram on the wall, and they're doing all sorts of weird shit. They she actually plans a black cat sacrifice, but first everybody needs to split up into couples and go do it. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. B-B. That's that's all I will say. BB. Boo. Yeah. Anyhow, so we I did, think I waited for that the entire movie. Oh yeah, is just to see one more shot because it showed that brief one at the very yep. beginning uh-huh. from binoculars. Yep, and that is horrible when they do the guy looking through the binoculars sure. and you get to see through the binoculars what he's seeing. It's right, like, ah. and you see like yeah, okay, and you but, just want more. I hear it, but you get it, man. You, get, you it. get it, and that's and that's what this is all about. Anyway, to make a long story short, we've got enough uh, tangents to to kind of cut through this pretty quick. Uh, we find out that, you know, first of all, we're thinking that, uh, Shirley and Rick and Z-Boy are all these devil worshiping whatever. But we figure out that this is big joke. They've done this whole thing to scare Mouse and what a bunch of bitches and, and whatnot. However, the problem is, is in doing this, in setting up this whole joke, they actually unleashed, uh, uh, you know, the demons. They unleashed Angela and she's out and she's ready to do right. some, some business. She's ready to potty. Uh, anyways, they get spooked, they leave, they head back to the, they head back to the high school, but since, you know, they took a relic from whole house, which is where, which is where the lipstick comes back into play. Yeah. And it actually plays kind of a big part. Um, you know, they go back, they go to the dance, um, and all hell breaks loose. I mean, there's all sorts of demonic shit going on. Um, it's funny because for those of you who've seen Night of the Demons 1 and you see Linnea Quigley drawing lipstick on her boobs and then stuffing it up her nipple, which yes, you need to see this oh, yeah, I because see that. of that. Um, you know, it's funny because you're thinking, well, how are they going to top that shit? How are they going to top? See, I didn't, I didn't even know there was something to be topped. Oh, dude. Yes. But you it, need to see it. But just, I think it was topped. There was a boob gag in this, and I don't want to give it away. Right. But there was a boob gag in this uh, that what that that Shirley kind of took part in that was unbelievable. Anyhow, so so basically, just to just to you know finish off the plot and whatnot. Uh, basically, what happens is they come back to the dance. Uh, 
they they're they're doing this Catholic dance thing. Angela shows up because they, uh, you know, and if you remember from the first one, Angela wasn't supposed to be able to leave the uh, the underground river around whole house, but because they took the relic, the the lipstick. She was able to escape, and right. she makes it to this dance. She does a pretty sexy dance there, but she also, on her way, possesses a couple of people, and they just kind of go off. And that's you know it. that music that's playing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Morbid Angel. No way, yeah. dude. Morbid Angel from the album Covenant, I think. So how many? Catholics- as soon as it started playing, and she was doing her dance. Fever. I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember those tunes." Nice, dude. Yeah. How many how many Catholic dances do you think uh, featured Morbid Angel? None. <laughs> but it was only when the nuns and priests left took that they off. went, "Hey, let's put in a little bit of you know." Took. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. I get you. Listen, I was the, kind of offended when the guys like Neil Diamond and threw the record. I, it's like, Neil Di- I did the same thing, man. Asshole. So basically, here you got. Here you got a bunch of, of high school kids trying to deal with and figure out what's going on with the, with the, uh, a demonic possessions. You have Perry who knows his shit trying to talk people into, you know, believing that, that, that what he's saying is going on is actually going on. They end up back at whole house and all sorts of fun shit happens. And right. there you go. I don't want to spoil anything. I mean, uh, this isn't like a really deep storied movie. Most of it's just about the, the you, craziness that happens. You yeah. Know? You, you can't. Go looking for a plot or like a like well, a, you know, a, I get a twisty do on on anything. It's just a fun movie of you know. I I think you hit the nail on the head. This movie is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be crazy, and I think it delivers on all counts. Yeah, on it's that. a delivery system. Um, one thing that bothered me though, and this is from the same thing from Night of the Demons and this one, and I was actually going to try to watch Night of the Demons three, but I didn't get a chance to before this. But um, the demon just sounds like, yeah, horrible. It's kind of terrible. But get over, you know, you got to get over that, and then you'll really, you know, whatever. The teeth you can buy at Keyhole. Sure, absolutely. You can buy those. I mean, you can buy. Really, I've never dared to go into Keyhole. I think I'd walk in, which is what, like a dildo shop. You walk in there, and you're like, well, they have dildo and fake uh, demon teeth. That's all they sell. And like edible undies. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I've never dared to go in there because I think I'd be way too embarrassed to talk to anybody. Um, but there you go. I mean, so what'd you think about the movie? I thought it was pretty good, dude. There's some great one liners. Can I oh, just for sure some? hit me? Okay. Dude. The one we've been doing all night. Uh-huh. Save a little room for oh, the, the Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost. The great by the way, we didn't mention the nun very much. Now she was supposed to be this stuck up nun and whatnot. Yeah. But just she a was, grumpy, grouchy, yardstick carrying, slapping everybody with the yardstick. She was hilarious, man. man. I mean, yeah. she was like one of the funniest parts of this movie. And there's even a, a scene that she does kind of remember in Army of Darkness where Ash is like getting ready to fight the Deadites and he's like groovy and all this stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. She does that. She walks in, puts on the habit. She's grabbing all sorts of weapons. The, the, it's the yardstick. Whole, it, yeah, it's like that whole army. Or Rambo set. Absolutely, you're like, dude. You're putting your gear on and <laughs> checking your. She opens that drawer up and it's full of yardsticks. <laughs> yeah, and she just needs to know which. She's filling up yeah, holy, absolute, holy oh, water dude. balloons. It's so they got great. A big cross on it's, it. It's funny. And then she's got. Uh, there's another line where she says, um, "Someone asks about kissing or something." She uh-huh. says, "A kiss is a sin when it's an upper persuasion to a, to a lower, lower invasion." invasion. 
I'm like, damn. Great stuff. That makes me miss Catholic school. Not that I ever went there. And then Rick, when he goes into the, uh, when they finally walk into the whole house, Uh and he says, smells like Godzilla's butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and and, and, uh, what what is it? uh, Oh, God. What is this? Last rites. Satan has taken his body. Maybe we can save his soul. Right. Oh, dude, that was epic, dude. Oh, man. But because that's, that's when was... Rick gets decapitated, and they're right. like, maybe we can save his soul. His body's got to whatever. They, we, they call the priest down to last rites. Last rites. That guy, that priest was, like, completely clueless to the whole thing. Well, you know, it's funny because, you know, he at first he was just like, hey, I'm Mr. Cool Teacher Priest Guy. I'm going to I'm gonna relate to the kids and yeah. stuff like that. He ends up being, like, this worthless piece of shit that, yeah. you know, is like, whatever, okay. I know, he's like, they're doing the big dance, and he's laying in bed, he fell asleep, you know, reading Catcher in the Rye. Oh, what? What are you doing? It's like, uh, dude, there's some serious shit going on. It's like, oh, whatever. There's always that guy yeah. in a horror movie Absolutely. that's like, are you out of your mind? I'm going to go outside, and there's going to be nothing out here. <laughs> right. And it's like, shrunk, you're wrong. Oh, yeah, you know, dude. Oh, those man. one-liners that nun was throwing well, out. And, the thing and is, what about the head chop? There was a, there was actually a lot of great gore in this movie. In yeah. fact, um, that's one thing that I uh, first of all not to not to not to cut off my total thought there, but there was a nun giving sex ed, which was very bizarre to me. Yeah. A nun giving yeah. sex ed. All right, okay, cool. But uh, back to the gore. It's like I I haven't I hadn't seen this movie in years and years, but this is pretty solid. I mean, the whole movie was meant to kind of be a funny you know, gory kind of fun romp to watch and whatever. And I forgot about a lot of this shit. We talked about the booby gag, which was yeah. unbelievably great. In fact, me and my wife, I was watching this with my wife. I made her watch that like five times. I rewound it because oh, it was that man. funny, dude. I was just laughing my ass off. It's and great. She's, just going, she's like, I don't, even, I don't even know why you watch this stuff. You know, it's like, that's funny. That's, that's funny. funny stuff. How about, okay, Pete and Marsha are in the car together. Oh, dude. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes, yes. And, and, you know, whatever. Rick. Was that, it Rick? It was. Oh no, no, you're right. You're Pete. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, so you know, they're sitting there. Hey, this is all you're getting is some boob, right? You know, needless to say, something happens. But they're, you know, he's he's getting felt up pretty hard, <laughs> like uh, unzipped so, and felt dude, in. His one liner: "Slow down. You don't want to strike oil too soon." <laughs> well, it's like, and it was uh, so funny because I love it. Our, we're gonna spoil this part. Basically, their Angela's demonic hand was coming up. And uh, basically giving him a hand job, which was so funny because once they realized it, it could, because Marsha puts both hands on him, and he's like, holy shit. Yeah, she's the, got like both hands on his face or something. Where's this third hand like, huh? coming? That looks down, and the hand's flipping. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I love that. I love that. They're oh, like, dude. Huh? They look down, and it goes, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> dude, it was so great. I mean, there was head basketball yeah. in Whole House. The guy had T-Rex arms. You My favorite goes, part of that was Perry going, Phil Gold. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. I, I totally agree great, with that. Man. You know, and, and, and obviously, I mean, this wasn't like a huge earth-shattering, moving, emotional movie. But right. I'll tell you what, this was fun as shit to watch. Um, solid gore, really hot chicks, uh, blatant titty shots uh, all over. You know, whatever you can do. Plus, I love freaking uh, urban legends. Yeah. You know, it's like, ah, man, I wish we had more around here. You know what I thought? No. I thought Angela in the in the snake 
Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought that was pretty fucking cool. It was great, man. It looked pretty good. It's funny because you think it's all over. Oh, no, man. Angela turns into a snake for some unknown reason that, that we have no idea about. Yeah. We didn't even mention the lipstick turning into like a freaking giant penis thing that went into. It's like a giant lipstick worm that goes in her <laughs> vagina. Yes. Which, of course, was great. What do you And she do? was like, oh. <laughs> she was getting into it. I don't it. have a vagina, but I'm thinking a big lipstick going in there might feel pretty good. <laughs> Oh man! So there you go. I mean, I mean, that's really all there is to it. I mean, you can't really spoil a hell of a lot, you yeah. know, as far as the story goes, because this is all about the the, the visual gags, the the comedy that's going on. Um, I really give this a high buy, man. I'm going by too. I Gotta mean, this buy was, this it, was this was enjoyable from beginning to end. I was I just like, what? It, I mean, it was a little slow dragging, but as uh, you know, in the first part. Uh-huh. But as it kept going along and just all the gags that kept happening, and they did it pretty fast. They did. They did. You know, they just kept rolling along. I was like, man, I, I got to buy this. It's hard for me to say, but I actually like this one better than I like the original. It's true that this one didn't have any Linnea. Okay, Linnea. There's no Linnea Quigley. Right. But there was also no obnoxious stooge, too. And you'll know when you watch it, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. I really think that this one had... Uh, Basically everything you're, that that I was looking for in a you know a light horror movie, tits, yeah. gore, awesome stuff. There you go. It's kind of just an exploitation flick. You gotta love it. And by the way, Shane, do me a favor and leave a little room for the Holy Ghost. Leave a little room for the Holy Ghost. So that's I it, like man. right out of the gate. There was some titties. I mean, you oh, can't dude. you can't not poo on a movie. No, when it's like right out there. In like, fact, bing. I'm gonna. I think tonight I'm gonna go home and watch part three because I watched part one and part two uh-huh. just just you know just this week because uh, we didn't talk about part one much I, in this episode. But the thing is, is I haven't seen part three in so long. I just got to go home and, and just check that I out. I think it is uh, Night of the Demons on Netflix streaming. No, the remake, the 2009 oh, remake. I saw something, Night of the Demons. On yeah, there, that, that's the remake. That has the, the kid from Terminator 2. I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, it, you know, it, it has Shannon Elizabeth and it has some other hot chicks. And, it, you know, it's, it's oh, I don't know, it's. I don't think it's nearly as good. It's not as quote unquote charming or as fun as kind of these older eighties films are, but it's all right. I mean, it's okay. It's, it's not going to blow your mind or anything like that, but you know, I don't know. It's, it's actually kind of shitty, but it's worth watching. I think Shannon Elizabeth, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen her in something. Yeah. American pie. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, or Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah, uh, you know she plays. Uh, she plays Angela, and you know the whole. Th- it's all right. It's it's not the same. It, I I kind of consider that to be a different movie, uh, but it's okay. You know, it's all right. Yeah, uh, it's not bother. as good as these are, in my opinion. But you know, I whatever. enjoyed it, man. I love this you movie. Know? I'm gonna go. Like I said, I'm gonna watch three. I love number one. I love number two. I got to go check out number three again because it's been a long time. It's but, a good uh, time. There you go, man. That's it's a good it. Party. That's it. That's all we got for this episode, man. That's it. Uh, thank you again so much for the, the voicemails, man. Uh, 206-339-2730. Call them in. Uh, we got a lot of uh, questions to be answered about the, the video nasties. Yeah. So go ahead and call those in. Join uh, the Facebook group. Oh, dude. Join the Facebook group. Hit up Die Monster Die on their Kickstarter page. Yeah, do that if you can. If you got a couple shekels, sure, yeah. and do that. And uh, other than that, I guess that's all we got for this sh- this episode, man. That's it. I'm tapped. Oh man, I am I'm tapped out. as well. 
So for the Corp Cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya. How many people do I have to kill? Before you know-